Hello, friends. Welcome to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and I'm joined with Kai and Ben. As always, guys, how are you doing? This is the penultimate episode of Zelda. It's almost done. Isn't that wild? It's crazy. Oh, it's Breath of the Wild. Get it? Yeah, cool. Um, that's yeah, not. I'm good. I didn't, that's not what I meant, but sure. <laughs> okay. No, I'm good. I'm good. Tears of the Wild. Tears, Tears of the Wild. This is definitely the longest I've ever spent playing a game for this podcast. So, hmm. like the, the most time you've put in. The most it. time I put into okay. a game. Yeah. Okay. I'm pushing yeah. 55 hours, which is wow. That's, that's a lot of bro. I know. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ben's at like 115 uh, hours or some shit. That's I'm not actually at 115 really? or more. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, that's hilarious. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna get there. That's for sure. But you know, still by my own metrics, uh, a lot yeah, of times. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, I'm doing good as well. Ben pointed out the last episode say. that we never turn it back to me and see how I'm doing. So I don't. Care. I am doing good. Uh, I broke two mugs yesterday, literally right after each other. So that was not fun. And Sarah, my wife, was very upset with me for. Doing how did you break that, two though? mugs back to back? So I was putting away dishes, right? And I had one mug, which was Sarah's cat mug that she loves. And I dropped it in the sink and it broke. And I was like, oh, damn. Oof. And then we had like a, a mason jar that was on the counter. And I was wiping down the stove and I bumped it. And it fell off the counter and broke like maybe 10 minutes apart from one another. So that I was, was also going to say, you're very brave having uh, a plant pot on top of a cat scratching post. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, yeah wait, that's, hold on. I'll, I feel hold like on. that's Hey, there it is. There we go. That's there accident you. waiting to happen. That's that's dangerous. Uh, yeah. Maybe you're just too jacked. You're spending too much time in the gym, and you're just. You're too... I mean, as I'll take the compliment. Thank you, but that's definitely not the case. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but guys, we are not alone today. Another guest, Jason from Riot Games, is back again to talk about some Zelda. Jason, man, thanks for being here. It's good to have you. How you doing? What's the origin of your last name? From Riot Good. Games is such an interesting. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. German, I think. That's why it's so long. Uh, it's yeah. fucking long. No, it's it's <laughs> good. Good to be back. It's it's me. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about Zelda stuff. Yeah, he was on. We did a get wrecked where we talked about uh, Knights of the Old Republic and Jedi Fallen Order, which was a super fun episode. So go check that out if you want some more Jason goodness in your life, because, you know, we all do. We all need some Jason in our life. Yes, we all do. Yeah. Uh, but before we jump into this, let's do a little housekeeping before we jump into this section of the game. <laughs> if you don't know. I love I love, normally you let people plug their shit and you're just like you don't need to plug riot it's just okay i don't need i mean well like, <laughs> i don't need to play it's, it's okay i remember like, the last time I, I, like, yeah, I was like play team death man you know enjoy check out some riot games or how to play other stuff i don't know i don't care yeah i got okay well in the last games. episode That's we did point. at the end i was like cool it's your time to chill and he's like i mean i don't know just follow me on twitter i guess and i was like okay that's it that's I'm not chilling anything. I'm just here for the vibes. He is I'm he is in the one percent of you know depressed thirty year olds who don't have podcasts at this point. So you know <laughs> you're actually winning. By the way, yeah. you're doing well. Let's We're go, the dude. Yeah, it's it's either OnlyFans or podcasts. It's the only option. Oh, so as as our ad yeah, states, there's only there. those two options. Yeah. 
Okay, <laughs> let's get into some housekeeping here. Uh, if you don't know, Play Along Podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games in a book club format. What we do is the three of us will each take turns choosing a game. We'll then break that game down into sections and come together each week to talk about those sections. Specifically, we talk about everything revolving around the game. And more importantly, we do dive deep into the narrative of the game so if you're trying to avoid spoilers for whatever we're playing either play the game first and come back and listen to us or you can play along right with us but if that sounds interesting you can head over to playalongpod.com to get all of our content or wherever you find podcasts as well and if you're wanting to support and getting a little extra content we have some bonus tiers on the site one of the tiers gets you some just bonus episodes every month. We do roundtable discussions. We do specific game topics as well. And the second tier, we actually have a D&D video game themed podcast that Ben has handcrafted the narrative for that we're doing, which is also a ton of fun. So if you want to support the show, keep the lights on here. Go over and check some of our extra content out because we be putting out content left and right. Mm. There is there's lots. It was mainly Jared on other people's pods, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was counting the episodes we have this month, and I think we have on top of our like regular episodes, we have like nine. So we have like anywhere between six and nine episodes a month we put out. So Holy we got one content. Just a we fucking content meat grinder. <laughs> just dump the content dream. in there. Just leveraging all of his relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I get like pinged on Discord or I see it on Twitter, I'm like, bro, these guys do not stop fucking working. <laughs> bro, you guys are fucking don't fucking out. Stop. <laughs> don't stop. These guys are gamers. Help me. Sure. Please. <laughs> I miss my family. <laughs> he signed the contract and he didn't realize it was for life. So yeah. he is now. Uh, Shut up and tell us about this game. <laughs> exactly. Play more Zelda fiend and just like i don't want to play anymore i did i did feel like that at some point this week it was like <laughs> getting dangerously close to the time we had to record i was like i haven't come back in i was like fine <laughs> fine i'll jump back in Ah, uh, yeah okay well we're gonna take a quick music break here and when we come back we're gonna dive into this section of tears of the kingdom see y'all in a second I was waiting for your boy, which you usually do. This is where know. the music I don't goes. Buy in the music no, no, sections. You, you do. What do you do? You do. Uh, I do. Thump, 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 thump. I just make up music. That's that's right. To, that's to fill the awkward silence that my body cannot tolerate. That you got to just imagine the music. the music, and then you're here. You're in it. You know. Actually, Not that Zelda this has is a the, ton of music. This is the first section I actually listen to with audio. So I, I fucking hope so, since there's like 12 cutscenes you have to watch. Well, yeah. So I, well, I turned it. Well, I wasn't even talking about that. I did turn it on for the cutscenes, but more specifically, mm. just Hyrule Castle. I turned on the audio, and I was like, "Oh my god, this Use slaps!" This <laughs> like, the fucking Hyrule Castle. Literally music 56. Is yeah, Jason's face is right because he's been playing this whole game without any fucking audio you were the whole time. Playing it with no sound, bro. Yeah. The mm -hmm. fucking sound design's incredible. It's so <laughs> good. You know. 
I was I was oh. taking away one sense to heighten the others. Mm. You know that <laughs> your eyes are better nice. now that you can nice. hear. It was uh, it's little things like I didn't realize until that I'd left the game idle for a little while while I was doing stuff, and uh, I didn't realize that like they redid the great fairy music for the fairy mm-hmm. fountains and yep. shit like that. And I was like, oh wow, this is cool. Um, Ellie absolutely detests the you know when like when you discover something or you solve part of a shrine that little do 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 she fucking hates it now what? she's like Why? it's so fun it's the i've been i've been trained like pavlov's dog it's just every time i hear it i feel like i've been rewarded it's just the click dopamine exactly like because i've been so obsessed with this game over the past like five weeks um it's just a very regular regular sound <laughs> so she's kind of like oh my god just fucking have you gotten to the point where people are like seeing tears of the kingdom stuff in real life like there's this weird disconnect where you're getting that in real life too no no uh thankfully no um okay i didn't even know that was a fin okay yeah, that's, a, that's a problem oh no no, no. Yeah, you're running around your neighborhood shirtless with a master yeah, sword yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, what is this guy doing? He's saving the world. That's what he's fucking uh, doing. You can tell because he's shirtless and has a sword. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. In the last episode, we were joined by Troy from Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power. That's right, Troy. I've memorized your podcast and I'll never mess it up again. It's in the brain, buddy. Uh, but he joined us to talk about the Lightning Temple on that section of the Garuda Desert, which was a ton of fun. If you haven't listened to it, go back and check out that episode. But this one, we usually start with like doing some side quest stuff. So there wasn't a ton that all three of us had done besides just doing the Dragon Tears and then tackling the Crisis at Hyrule Castle. So I'm really curious. First, Jason, with you, kind of how have you been enjoying Tears of the Kingdom so far? And I'm really curious from your perspective, what kind of like mechanics or anything in particular about the game that has really stood out to you? I mean, as far as like enjoying it, the mm. game's the game's amazing. Like, I feel like I've spent so much time just just wandering around and like the it's so like impressive to me, like the world building and yeah. how just massive and detailed and like how intricate things are like so many things are just are set up to catch your eye like the yeah the the disney thing with the landmarks where it takes you you see something in the sky and then you go there and then you look up and you see another thing in the sky and you go there and like i think that the game's amazing and i Mm. i have so much trouble trying to go do one thing because i'm like on my (laughs) way there i'm like holy shit yeah there's 20 different things um and then like on top of that like the the mechanics and stuff like the things that are like first of all so much of this game super impressive like Mm, the mm. art the sound like there's not those those aren't my what's that 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 it runs on the The, switch yeah yeah yeah, exactly that um yeah like those aren't even like my my areas of expertise or anything like that like but it's just it's so obvious um the the detail and like yeah really amount of intricacy and and love and like handcrafting that kind of went into a lot of these things um and then you have like the actual like game mechanic shit mm. that's insane like all of the I, I i know you and i talked uh jared are already briefly about how we did the, the episode um, already before <laughs> <laughs> yeah in a way um 
talking about the the mechanic where you go up through shit and like as yeah, the ascend ability. Uh, yeah, as a developer, I was like, bro, this is fucking insane. Like, mm-hmm. that's so there's so many things that I could see being issues with that. And then especially like to Ben's point, getting that to run smoothly on the switch yeah. mm-hmm. is fucking wizardry. Like, and this then all like, that. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, because it's like it's all well and good. Like you have that that screen where he's going up through the mm. green liquid like okay yeah cool so that's like as someone who doesn't develop i, I kind of understand the premise of like that de-renders the other stuff and starts to render with but then the game has to know like the exact fucking pinpoint coordinate yep. of where you're coming up and what's gonna like i've come up like part way through roofs and yeah. shit like that and like and- not realized that i've sorry not realized i've been no, you're good like uh, in Hyrule Castle specifically, like I tried to send up, and I didn't realize that I was on like B two, and I wanted to get to B one, but where I ascended was through a column that actually took me all the way up into yeah. like the roof of something on the second floor, and I was like, dude, this is way too high. I didn't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's there's so many ways that could easily like go wrong, like giving people ample opportunity to go up kind of wherever and it kind of gives you the marker where it turns green and turns where red where you can and can't depending on your your height and i'm assuming like things above like you can't just go up through an npc so it notifies that but being able to like at any point anywhere you are be able to ascend through most things and have it not just fucking break the game is is so impressive Mm. yeah looking at it like only even if you're only looking at it at the lens of like um okay i'm a, i'm a speed runner and i'm mm-hmm. trying to get to really important uh parts of the game to like get into cutscenes and talk to npcs and stuff like that like using that going up ability like i've noticed throughout the game like their how they design a lot of their the world is deliberately mm-hmm. like obfuscating your ability to get into those spots or you know just just hindering your ability to get into spots that would straight up like break the continuity of the main story or right like obviously i mean you can definitely cheese some shit like uh, oh, the fire temple i fucking cheese <laughs> yeah. the hell out of the fire temple using a sound. i was gonna can, say yeah fire temple yeah, yeah. man i was just walking around on ledges just spamming a hoping to hit like a Waiting green for light it to turn to green. Up. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Someone yeah, worked very hard to bring you a lovely temple, and you ruined it. Congratulations, <laughs> ruined it. Yeah, that was that was. My I think take they too. won it though. I think they won <laughs> yeah, it. Well, yeah, when I told on, Jason this, he's like, "What? You didn't do any of the cart shit?" And I was like, "No, I didn't." He's like, "How dare you? How dare?" I was just mad because I hated it, but like, you know, I know we're, we're not here to talk about the second temple, but I did not like it, and I was mad that he found a way to not do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's valid. Oh man! Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the ascendability is, is super impressive. And you were saying too, Jason, that like when that cutscene does come up, like that whole thing is like almost pulled out of the game because nothing else is rendered besides that little cutscene, and then it pulls back into the space you're supposed to go. Right? Yeah, it's basically uh, for for lack of a better term, like it's just like a fancy like loading screen, which is mm. it's a really like clever way of of desyncing stuff and then and then reloading yeah. it and it. Yeah, just it's a very polished version of the naughty dog hole triangle situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. or or the the walk through crevice sideways thing yep, that yep, yep. all games do, <laughs> where it's like oh, which we're I mean, the game. On, 
on the film of you talking about Fallen Order, that was one thing I liked about Fallen Order is that he didn't just go through it. There was bits where he had to like pull himself up. Yeah, and like they go, made it a little more interesting visually. Line. So he's not just yeah, walking through; yeah, he's yeah. going through and everything. But there's so many of those in Fallen Order. My it's wild. Least favorite part of that game was <laughs> all the hallway, the pseudo loading thing. screens. Yeah, one is fine. Five is fine. Thirty is inappropriate. It's too many. <laughs> it's like things. Last of Us Part Two. There's like a bit where you're crawling through a crawl space, and um, you're so desensitized to it that you're just like, "Oh, cool, yeah. I'm going through whatever." And then it's like that fucking moment in the Matrix where Morpheus like punches through the wall to get the get someone in. The, oh no, Agent Smith goes through the fin to get Morpheus out the crawl yeah. space. This clicker just like comes through at you, and you're like, what the, "I thought this was a safe space." What the fuck? <laughs> <He's supposed to laughs> be, no, nowhere is safe. Betrays your trust. Yeah, yeah I found the fucking shrine that Troy was talking about. That um, the oh, stairs the... disappear. It's the robber's yeah. blessing, except you walk up the stairs and it drops down and it's actually yeah, a shrine yeah. instead of a blessing. Yeah, it's actually yeah. a shrine. Um, it's really, really cool because the, the, looking back, I realized because when you come in, it doesn't say robber's blessing. It says something different, mm. but it's robber's blessing environment. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I didn't even think anything of it but at the time. I was just like, yeah, I know this place. But yeah, you, you open so. the chest and then the stairs disappear and there's like a little mini puzzle to solve. And... That's so fun. Like just like yeah, ripping the rug under people's feet and just like those expectations yeah, really is great. so cool. That yeah. is fascinating. I've definitely not found that one, but that is super There's cool. so many shrines, so it's, I haven't oh, found it either. Honestly. Yeah, there's, there's so many of them. Uh, Jason, I'm curious, out of the, the four temples that you did, well, clearly I know from your, what you just said that the fire temple was not your favorite, but did you have a favorite temple that you did? Um, I don't know the. Uh, I guess the the God, not the water one. Mm. I think it's the the wind one. Honestly, I think the that the, is the correct answer. Yeah. That's the first one, right? <laughs> like the the boss battle, yeah. especially like oh, it's so fucking cool. And then just oh yeah, the Colgara, the, 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 the build up to it, the the environment, like the. Mm -hmm. The puzzles, like I definitely I remember like being frustrated at some parts, mm -hmm. but overall. Mm -hmm. I think I was probably the most impressed with that one. Mm. Also, like for me, I think the reason why I like it the most, just to jump off the back of what you were saying, is like thinking about it, it's like the perfect blend of old Zelda and Divine Beast. Like mm. it's that whole kind of like I'm traversing this fin, but yeah. it is a dungeon. Um yeah, so for me, yeah, definitely. Just well now I'm now, now I'm just curious, Kai, what was your favorite dungeon out of the four? Uh, probably the last dungeon, the Gerudo, the lightning temple, uh, lightning oh, temple. A mm. because it was the only one in which I was like, this is a challenge. Uh, and I don't know. I just I like the mechanics the most of that yeah. dungeon. Uh, whatever is fucking not Mifa's blessing. Whatever the stupid electric power is ruined most of Re it. Re Reduce, reduce lightning. Re reduce lightning. Yeah. Terrible, terrible mechanic. Once again, ranted about that long enough, but uh. <laughs> I don't know. I just like the environment of it. Yeah, I thought it was. I was thought it was more interesting. Uh, I also like the Wind Temple, but I think just because we did it first, it was like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know why that has. This was the end. You didn't me. have to do it anymore after lightning. So you're like, yeah, yeah like, there, there probably is a level of that. I was like, oh, fine, <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I can tell you for a fact that Hyrule Castle as a dungeon was not my favorite dungeon because mm, not really a dungeon and more just a fucking meat grinder of sadness. So oh, yeah. it's, it's hide, hide and seek with Zelda. 
Yeah, you don't yeah. like that? Hi, yeah, hide funny. and seek I with things that just want to murder you the entire time. Yeah. Which you know. uh, I I think I agree with Kai. It's very close between those are the two. It's the Wind Temple and the mm-hmm. Lightning Temple. I think that like the the Wind Temple in its entirety, I really enjoy, and I think I like the temple a little bit better than lightning but uh, the entire build up with the lightning temple and you know uh the whole like tower defense thing where you're saving the bazaar and doing the whole lights and everything like that leading up i think i really liked the whole lead up and the lightning temple definitely felt like an old school zelda temple for sure where that temple did have, definitely well exactly with the big old gibdo flying gibdo queen and everything like that but the, mm-hmm. I think you're right that the Wind Temple did have a good mix between feeling like an old school Zelda, but also having like the divine beastiness of it still too. So there's those, a severe those lack of keys in this game. That's my my. Yeah. You want more keys? I want more keys. I want to feel yeah. like a janitor. Give me like six keys. That was what my favorite part. Oh, I thought you meant keys in like the, the oh like the the no. creature. Keys. There is there is not. A, there is not a severe lack of keys. There's a lot of fucking keys, and they always come up behind you when you're not expecting it, and then just wreck your shit. Uh, no, just keys, like dungeon keys. Yeah. Like I think, mm. like that is such a, in my mind, important and like iconic part of playing through Zelda's engines is like locating yeah. different keys and choosing what doors you want to unlock first. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I miss that aspect and mechanic of it, but like it's not. So, it's not a huge deal. Yeah. Just to just to. Good news, bad news. Oh, I was going to say, good news, bad news, Kai. There, there is another temple, um, but it isn't really a temple per se. So, yeah. yeah is it just a really. room with like a hundred doors and a million keys? <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's just, just a you. room with a boss fight. Um, oh. And then that's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, would you prefer like a puzzle that leads to a key that you can open a door or just like the puzzle? The solution to the puzzle being the thing you need to do in the first place. Like Lighting Temple, like you solve the puzzle and then you take one step to progress further. Mm. Would you rather solve puzzle, get key, and then unlock door to per- Like, which I don't know which I, one you I, prefer. I think place. the things that keys provide is mm. like a sense of, I don't know, like you choose your own adventure almost when you have yeah. everything unlocked and you can kind of, like I, I get that the, the approach is generally the same, right? Like you're completing things to get to little generators or whatever the things you have to activate are yeah. in, the, in the temples. But I think the keys locked you out in previous Zelda games of certain areas of dungeons. And so you had to like figure out part of the puzzle was figuring out how to even get to the area in a sense. Right. And like how Mm. to unlock the door and then like, where is the key? And usually it's the keys themselves weren't puzzles, but it was more just like a hide and seek of like, okay, where's the chest? Where can I find this chest? And they were generally in places Mm. that were not, you know, out in the open or very obvious. And so I just think that aspect of like, hiding things and like little easter eggs and like i i mean spending time in these dungeons maybe i just didn't look hard enough but there wasn't a ton of chests in the first place of where i felt like we got meaningful uh like items like sometimes you found some topaz or whatever but that's not necessarily exciting whereas kind of in previous zelda dungeons you'd always get like some sort of if not key item the, oh yeah the key item like the temple item that you would use yeah like the temple place. item but not only that but there would be you know like oh here's like a hylian shield or here's you know some weapon that's better mm-hmm. than what you generally find just out in the open you know uh which i get that they're using the fusibility in this game so it's hard to give you like really high level weapons since yeah. you're supposed to mm-hmm. kind of just fuse things together but um i don't know i think it's just a missed opportunity to to kind of pepper the dungeons with more interesting items and rather than just focusing 
like directly on the way that you're supposed to unlock yeah. different like kind of gates within the dungeon that they had built but I, um small tiny piece of criticism and what is yeah. relatively a, an okay uh, dungeon experience in this game mm. especially compared to breath of the wild which interesting because yeah. i didn't like the keys in the old zelda games um, interesting yeah you never played old Zelda games when you were a child <laughs> and you had a little baby brain who then has like rose tinted glasses for this shit do you know what the, the thing for me with the keys right is that i remember playing like ocarina and wind waker mm. and there were so many times where either there was a locked door and i didn't have a key and i didn't know where i'd missed it or i had the boss's key and i had one small key left over and I was like, what have I missed? Right. And that's that's just a personal thing for me. Like, I'm not ready to go to the boss unless I know that I've, like, discovered everything. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I was like, eh. But I definitely, I do miss, I, I, it doesn't work in this formula, but I do miss, like, the whole, here is the weapon or the item for this dungeon. This is crucial to be in this dungeon, you know, whether it's mm. the mirror shield or the boomerang, whatever. Like some sort of key thing that you discover that is then crucial to doing it. Because even really, like, the sages, their powers aren't really crucial to... Other than doing Aside those from the lightning then, temple, because you can't hit Gibdo Queen unless you use Rishu's power. Yeah, yeah, that's the one and exception. The water, the water one. Like, I think you need for... for all of the bosses. Well, I guess you could do... I, I guess I could see the, like... Gerudo. I definitely did Wim Temple without uh, without well, yeah, Tulin's power. Tulin's power can... is more traversal than combat. Right. Yeah, but the water one for sure. You to fight the you boss, to, you have to hit yeah. him with water. Yeah, and then like there's definitely like the sludge. Shit. I think it's like to Kyle's point. I think it's interesting because I don't know if I agree that it's like different. I think they just mix the formula a little bit. Like rather than mm. you go into the temple and they give you 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 get the thing that you need to beat the temple you start the temple with the thing you need to beat the right. temple and yeah. but you can't leave with it until you beat the temple mm. yeah so it's like it's like the sage is is the item that you're getting it's the it's item. Yeah. Shield. It's, it's whatever but you, the sage won't follow you off the island or off of whatever the temple until, until you, you beat the temple it. so it's like yeah. it's for me it just feels like they mix the formula a little bit um and in that i definitely think there's like different feelings and like different gameplay yeah i mean like, I can, uh, uh, not to sure. not to sweaty nerd glasses uh you theoretically can beat all of them without using the powers by the way you definitely well, cannot reshoes. beat thunder you without uh, if, you shoot, no. if you shoot if you shoot with any lightning it doesn't matter if you shoot with any item effect they it'll deactivate the armor you can't lock it like down where it hits the ground right the only thing oh. you need the lightning effect for is to activate the boss fight. So I would shoot um, fucking Queen Gibdo with fire arrows first and then hit it with lightning second to not have to hit it with lightning twice. So you can hit it with any effect. Oh, and then when it gets to the ground, you can just go and hit it with bomb arrows the entire time. And what about the weird way. purple mushroom fins that spawn? The you don't Gibdos. have to destroy those. You, if you run oh, away yeah, from all of to. the Gibdos, you can just focus your attacks on uh, okay. Queen Gibdo. I mean, it's a fucking pain in the dick. It sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> I was going to say, I tried that and died. The, the, so. same, the same thing with the water temple is the same thing. As long as you have splash fruit, you can just use That's arrows. What I did. That's I what you did. just tossed splash fruit at it. Yeah, you just tossed splash fruit the entire time. So you don't okay, technically, yeah, once again, it makes it 
so much easier just to use the power yes. that you're given yeah. but you can theoretically get through the game without using them which yeah it's interesting yeah yeah that might be worth it because they're all fucking annoying so you know, <laughs> make that choice um, another thing i'm curious about jason because obviously the the big thing or the big trope in tears of the kingdom is the building aspect of it how have you enjoyed that if you've seen it you utilizing it for traversal have you just used it for like puzzles and shrines and things like that how have you felt about the whole building aspect i mean it's it's incredible like it's amazing it's definitely another one of those things where i'm like this is absolute fucking wizardry like this is this is insane yeah. especially like the wheels and and uh, the steering stick shit like yeah how insane it is that it's intuitive when mm-hmm. you when you put a steering stick on something on anything and it's got wheels it's got wings it's got fucking fans it's got whatever and it steers the way you think it should steer like that is so hard to do <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's in- incredible um that they've made that intuitive and like you're just like i put a steering stick on this fucking block and i put wings on the back of it and fans on the on the right and side now it flies and, and it works like left. i think it would it's mm-hmm. a yeah it's amazing and there's no like i feel like there's barely any learning curve to building mm. things which is really impressive um I would respectfully disagree with <laughs> ben struggling <laughs> really, to build well, anything just purely well, because there have been so many times where i've wanted something to work a certain way and it hasn't so i'm like okay right let me try and put this here and it's it's nothing to do with the builder mechanic itself i should say that it's the physic mechanic of it mm. so it will throw off the weight distribution or it will Uh-oh. something like that so try that's why i struggled so much with the harbor bike because i couldn't get the angle you have to perfect. get like the angle perfectly so it hovers yeah. right yeah so it was like throttling a little much too much one way too much or not enough the other way and i ended up going backwards or forward so, so. it's not the building that i struggled with it's the physics yeah, yeah so, but my, my advice for you is, is get good <laughs> that's been the theme of this this series is just get good no that's really like after had... being told that you've really like just i really embraced it, it. yeah <laughs> it's become well, my personality with the it's hover bike one thing that i would do is how i explore the depths i was make the hover bike and then i attach one of the bright bloom seeds to the front so it can like illuminate light but obviously i had a limited battery at the time so i was like okay well i'm gonna attach two batteries to the front and the back so which is fine because it's still balanced. But once one of those batteries run out, it disappears. I'm either like front heavy or back heavy and it just flips the bike upside down. I was like, well, that is wild how like the physics affects some of these things too that you wouldn't really like expect. Yeah. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's interesting. It's interesting for sure. And I think like some of those are just wonky interactions, but also some of those yeah. are like intended, you know, like it's like there. I mean, it's it should be intuitive. But also, if you do the wrong thing, or if you do something like a little fucky yeah. in a world where physics exists, it should probably mm. penalize you in a realistically physics type oh, yeah. way. Hundred yeah. percent. I agree with it. It's just like, um, like Jared said, I'd have something, and I'm like, this is perfect. But <laughs> I've only got three batteries, and I want to explore the depths for ages. So I'd slap a big battery on it, and that would throw off the weight distribution. So then it would lean yeah. back and I'd like end up like fucking Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious, like with a muscle car where it just fucking wheelies. Um, <laughs> just wheeling a log. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of the, like when I had found out, which I, TikTok has shown so many like amazingly creative people using like this mechanic to build like bipedal, like Gundam mechs and crazy shit like that. But when someone showed that if you use 
the cooking pot as like a ball and socket joint and it makes driving over uh like terrains easier like that blew my mind mm-hmm. i was like i didn't even think about that i saw a tiktok where somebody had made um it was a bike but it had like this crane thing coming out of it with a stabilizer on so it's essentially like a gimbal so no matter what you did the bike could like flip upside down but link was always up right and you could always drive it a gyroscope fucking motorcycle yeah it was fucking ridiculous man and it was like the only thing that wasn't a zonite thing was they had like a wagon like a wooden wagon wheel that they used as like a joint in between two bits i i saw one of these two someone and it was just like a a normal thing like it was a a stone slab with four wheels on the side of it right and it had i don't know if you've seen them yet but there's like these giant propeller fans that i think run on electricity i think you can run it through batteries too but they're like huge propeller fans uh and the seat had a stabilizer and a bunch of those wooden wheels on it so it can move but essentially this thing could like roll up walls and on the side of walls because it would stay from the fans but because the stabilizer and wheels were there it just moved link so he was always perfectly up like he was never upside down it just moved so it, like no matter which way it went link was always i mean i up. did it with like I, I couldn't find something small enough but i basically made like a rudder for a boat using the mm. cooking pot so i had it as like a ball and socket joint on mm. the back and when i moved the steering stick the rudder would move that's um, so interesting but I, the, the rudder i was using was like a big fucking skate like a zonite skate so it was like way too long like i need a little <laughs> tiny oh man i mean i i've yeah. really enjoyed it but i've noticed that like as the last two episodes and going into the end of this game i've utilized it less i've only used it like utilize it in like shrines but on like the overworld and everything i just like i fast travel places i've I've used that so much less than in the beginning yeah. of the once game. you get once you get enough shrines and you've got the auto build feature you stop yeah. experimenting and you're just kind of like i know this works this i know is my yeah, thing exactly. now. <laughs> yeah i almost had yeah. like and I, I think even still now like i'm, I'm pretty close to to just finishing the game but like yep. i think early on especially i had uh almost like a decision paralysis of like okay i know i can attach anything to anything in any way and i've got all these different fucking zonite tools um and i would just be like this is too much this i'm making a fucking regular ass car and that's mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm sending it yeah <laughs> like this well, is so- this is what i'm gonna do I've said uh, a couple of times on this on the show that like I've been trying to beat this Lionel Coliseum in the depths. Um, yeah, yeah. And so I think now I've done the, the tears took up a whole chunk of my time. Mm. Um, so now they're done. I think I'm going to try and reconquer it because I found a Zoni dispenser that gave me like thirty homing carts, and I've I know that if you make a homing cart you stick a stabilizer on the top of it and then you can essentially put like construct heads in a line with beam mm-hmm. emitters and it makes it like a death ray like a home in death ray that it'll shoot towards they walk by. yeah um so i'm just gonna like make that and fucking auto build it in a coliseum and see if i can take out the line all and that just way. bring out your lawn chair and just sit and watch the yeah. chaos happen yeah i saw one as well that was like a fucking drone that did the same thing using like um one of those zonai floating platforms um i i saw what it was wild that it like 
the background like uh voiceover was like the scene in iron man one where he's like shooting the missile for the first time and whatever <laughs> yeah and it was uh one of the rockets but they're angled where it would shoot it in the air and then it would like wait for the other rocket the other rocket was pointing downward to launch into like uh mm-hmm. like book hobbling camp so one was shooting in the air and the other would activate and shoot it downward into book hobbling yeah. camps i've seen shit where people like make like cluster <laughs> bombs so like they'll like shoot a rocket and it like homes in on an enemy and then the rocket dissipates and all the time zonai bombs just land and create like a mass explosion of like 10 bombs at the same time um and i'm just like and then your switch catches on fire and yeah (laughs) exactly the frame rate just immediately drops one thing that i have in my um the like auto build thing is like a stack of like 20 of the bomb containers so i just like because i stuck them all together once and saved it so now into my need to i'll just bring them out and just like launch them places it's so great so what's interesting about the auto build as well is that you can use it to incorporate stuff that isn't zonite so like those bombs. i did a side i did a side quest um where somebody was like oh i'm he was like, I need a new boat or some shit mm. in um, Lurline Village. And basically, if you go to the place he tells you, there's a bunch of wooden boats and then you can stick like fans and shit on it and like put a steering stick on it and ship it back to Lurline Village. And mm. he uses it to open a shop and they never charge you for anything. So you could just go there and get shit for free. You just like yeah. take all their arrows and take all their fucking juju jelly and shit. Um but I ended up making it. I'm never going to be able to auto build it because it costs like 180 zonite. Yeah, but you and your crazy ass builds that you need it's like, got like a so fucking, much zonite for. So it's like a wooden ship with six fans, like three on either side. And then it's got cannons on both sides and like beam emitters. And your poor battery. It's like my fucking, it's like a battleship, man. Honestly, it's just fucking insane. Um, but yeah, never going to get to build that again. I have really That's... built nothing in this game, which is surprising for me as someone who I know you love building shit. It's not detailed enough. Like that's the problem, which I know. I, I, I almost think it's like not even that it's not detailed enough, but it's not like the thing. Like with, if you think about things like Astroneer, right? All, all, like all those other games that you like, you can build things that have specific functions and there's like yeah. parts that you would need right you don't have to like figure out the the physics of how these things work but if you tried doing mm-hmm. that in this game you'd legit have to figure out the physics of how these things work and you, also build it ooh, the building so things to like mine right? resources would be very helpful in this game it would also make the economy better so if i could like mine fucking topaz and diamonds out of the ground if i just set up like a mining unit and let it sit and then i could power it with batteries that would be very helpful they should do that in the, in people the, have done it with chickens sequence. where they have chickens in and if they get shocked enough they lay eggs so they just continue pumping out chicken eggs because they're like on Jesus. a little conveyor belt so they just put two chickens in there i don't know if that's somebody made like a fucking like <laughs> um so I did one of the, I keep talking about side quest stuff. I'm sorry. I know we're not there just yet, but um, I did one of the Yiga hideout mm. things in the depths, um, like the second part of that auto build mission. And you get like a shock trap for it, which is like an auto build mm. schematic. Um, but I saw somebody made one with uh, flame emitter heads. So it was like a bunch of stone slabs together. And then, like four flame emitter heads, like one in each corner, pointing diagonally into the middle. So 
so they'd like put it over the top of enemies and then just like cook just the enemies them. and then like lift it off. <laughs> it's like that's fucking this game insane. Is fucking medieval, man. It's Between that and the Korok <laughs> torture crazy. that's happened, uh, you're oh, right. It so is much Korok torture, honestly. <laughs> Poor Koroks. Uh, well, I mean, this is a good segue into kind of any side stuff. I didn't do really anything, but if you guys have any notable like side quests you've done in its entirety, it doesn't have to be necessarily for this section. Any side quests, any shrines that have stood out to you, you can go ahead and talk about those there. But I didn't do anything besides just the dragon I, tears. I've got so many side quests now that are like riddle solving, and I really mm. cannot fucking work it out. So I've got the yeah. fierce deity shit that I need to do. Um, which set. I can Google, don't get me wrong, I can Google, but I want to try and do it organically. And then I was running around and I found this like random place called the Typhno Ruins. Mm, and yeah. when you're there, there's these four stone slabs and there's a, a Zonai's research guy. And basically each of the slabs represents one of the sages. And so it will be mm -hmm. like, use the power of the Sage of Wind where the two long dragons meet or do this, that, and they're like riddles that you have to solve. So I was like, great, now I've got to fucking do that as well. Um, but yeah, to be honest, run around, do that. Like I said, I did some stuff in the depths. I did the Yiga clan yeah. stuff. Um, mm. My main side quest turned out not to be the side quest, which was that I accidentally ended up getting the fifth sage. Yeah. Um, Ben's out here going ahead of the plan. Right, so, so okay, so, right, full disclosure. I did not know um, <laughs> yeah. anything, okay? I knew that this week we were doing Tis. I know nothing. <laughs> I know, I am Jon Snow. I know nothing. Um, I knew that we were doing the Tears and we were doing Hyrule Castle. And mm. all I know is that Jared told me we're doing a sixth episode or extra episode after seven, however many it is, because yeah. there's a bunch of post-story shit that happens after Hyrule Castle. I was like, okay, Correct. cool, fine. So I'm flying around, getting the tears. And what I did for some of the tears is I would use the sky's shrines instead and then like jump down that way. Yeah. Um, so I'm in the sky and there's like a thundercloud in the distance. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's where the Rio wind temple was. So I pull up my map and I'm like, no, that's not the wind temple. What is, what is that? Why is there mm. this random thundercloud? So I go into there and then. Um, I saw a mask that was the the like Rio Sage mask from back in the visions from the tears. Yes. And then that led to this whole thing where it was like follow this light. So I ended up following the light, ended up in the depths, and it turns out that it's actually like another temple and um it's a fifth sage, it's um you know, it's Minaru, which is the sage of mm. spirit. Yeah. Um and I didn't realize that it was story content. I probably could have because when it comes up, it says main quest on the fucking side <laughs> of the film, <laughs> which in hindsight I now realize. Um, but at the time I was just like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. So I did it I, all. I did it all. I, I got all of the shit for the sage, did the sage mm. temple. Um, I'm not going to talk about it because we'll probably do that next episode. So yeah, we will. I, I also, I found this way early in the game because I had been exploring the depths so much but obviously until you do all the the, the steps to get there you can't do anything once you get to that point so, and so you yeah. just had the like um the slab that's there 
you didn't yes. know what it was or or anything yeah, yeah like yeah. that because okay. i didn't know what to, i i got to the like the area where the temple is at but i didn't do any of the steps leading up to it so you can't actually activate any of the stuff to do the temple until you go through all the other steps i i have a feeling that kai might like that that next temple um knowing what the next I temple so. is and, and how it plays out it, it's very it's it's not typical zelda i'll say that whatsoever it's not typical zelda but the spirit temple is a shit ton of fun yeah uh um, but that Jason, was my side question either of you have any uh notable things you did or want to talk about is getting the master sword notable we that's what we're gonna talk about th- after after this but yeah you don't you don't have to get it it's not that's part true of the quest. You, don't, you don't have to. that is yeah. theoretically a side i quest. mean if you think about it all the dragon tears are side quests too you don't have to watch any of them you could beat this game mm-hmm. without seeing any of them well when, when you complete you? it it does say main quest yeah but you don't yeah, have well, to I don't know if I'm further. I, I'm. There was a part in the story where they ask about the master sword. I had it already, so I don't know if they wouldn't let you go past it. If you um, didn't, with if you didn't have it, but mm. there's definitely a part after the castle where where, mm-hmm. they, where they talk about it, and it's and it's like a big thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, in our so second episode with Nick he had the master sword at that point like he had the master sword up to where we are at the second so you can like you can do this in any order you want like you can do all the dragon tears when you first start you can get the master sword as long as you have the stamina because this one in this game requires stamina instead of hearts then you can get the master sword honestly at any point which is interesting um awesome Okay, well, if we don't have any of that, let's jump into collecting the dragon tears and a little bit narratively of what that entails. Uh, I mean, before we get we, into actual what we did this in the worst way possible, loading all of these back to back. I mean, obviously, it's because we're trying to make content and break it yeah. up, but this is like fucking like. Did you need a break? Did you need a break in between some of the tears? I didn't need a break. I just got uninterested and then started skipping cutscenes because I was like, as soon as as I was watching certain parts of it, and I was like, this is this is not interesting. So what's what's interesting is that yeah, I I kind of agree with Kai there because for me, Mm. I hinted that last time I found um, a random uh, dragon tear. And it was um, the it was number seven, which mm. is Sonya caught by te- treachery. Yeah. And so in that one, I had no fucking context whatsoever. All yeah, of a sudden, that one there first were two, would have been fucking wild. There was two Zeldas, and one of them was throwing a knife at Sonya, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah. what the fuck?" So I definitely <laughs> what a memory to I start defi- with. I definitely think that uh, although. Although I'm glad I got them all and I know the full picture and, you know, I did use the walkthrough you provided to kind of just find them for time's yeah, sake. That's what I did too. I definitely feel that if you was to find them in the world out of order and then like piece it together like a fucking Tarantino movie or something, it would be much more of a interesting experience because you would see something and not have the context and then get the context later on interesting i i think i 
disagree with that at least personally because i really i think that like if i would have got these out of order it would have been like i mean you're right it might have been like a thing where i get the context i'm like oh my god that's why there's two fucking zeldas and things like that but i really enjoyed going from a to b i liked getting them in order and kind of seeing the progression and some of them are more exciting than others you know some of them are literally tea time with with some of the characters but i did like <laughs> kind of seeing me. what was going Holy to happen <laughs> next with the context robbers tea party is there a way to know the order like yeah, oh, walk through <laughs> no 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 oh, i mean in in the um if you oh, go in, to um yeah. if you press the minus button like the, like there's the a codex. whole bit where the memories are mm-hmm. um and it shows you memories like one to fin. that's that's yeah. not what i mean like we've I still mean, not got memory one by the way I'm, we only have I'm, like two to twelve yeah if, if i'm you're playing just through exploring. this game Right. If you're just exploring, is there a way? Like, if you talk to Pura, so. what's her name? Your Impa? No, no. Impa. The only way to know it in game is to go into the menu and see what memory it is that you've unlocked. Which you only know, 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 which which only know after the yeah. fact. On the map, I think it will, once you've got it on the map, it will show like tier seven or tier four mm. or like show you that way. I think it's definitely intended that you find them out of order. And it is supposed okay. to be like what you were saying, Ben, where like I, I if I had to guess, I would say that that was for sure. Their intention was like you find things out of order and you get the mm. context later. But like mm. so for me, I I only ended up doing like seven or eight of them because I hated yeah, what knowing what was going on later on. Like I was like, I want to un like I want to uncover the story myself. I don't want to like. Like mm. I got, it was pretty early on. I found one of the tiers. I don't remember what mem- what number it was, but yeah. I got so much. Like it was pretty easy to infer the context um, yeah. mm-hmm. of of the stories or the like the little snippets that you're getting, and it just like spoiled stuff about sages later on. And I was like, I was like, fuck, mm. dude, I wanted to learn that. Well, yeah. and, that's and I mean, some of them the right order. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, some of them definitely, I was like, oh, this is what's going to happen. Um, so, like, the, the I'm not going to go into, like, the major film, but, like, the whole situation of what happens with Zelda, um, yeah. I, I mean, you can, you can talk from about fucking that early that. on. Like, Jason, yeah. knows, Jason knows what happens with that. So you oh, okay, right. So, that. yeah. Um, so, okay, so how about we just break down the overall story of the tears as oh, what happened? Yeah. Okay, so we'll go through a brief of what happened during the Dragon Tears. So all of this, which is what I really liked, is just like Zelda's perspective after finding, you know, a a, a dehydrated Ganon under the uh, Hyrule Castle. After she grabs the tears (laughs) and (laughs) pruned Ganon uh, before the the castle and everything. Yeah. Um, So, So, oh, go on, go on. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, so all this is just through Zelda's perspective. So she gets sent way back in time to when the imprisoning war or the time of the imprisoning war was first happening, meets with Raru and the queen of Hyrule, which is Sonya. This is, I've just Mm -hmm. learned, because you were talking about Sonya last episode. I was like, who the fuck is Sonya? I don't know. I've managed to dodge all the spoilers. Sonya is best girl. I'll give that to you. 100%. Also, um, There was, there was a lot agree. of simp, simping well, for fucking Pura over here, so... Hey, man. Sorry. P- Pura is best girl. Sonya is close second. Bestest girl. Oh, I like a, I like a tattooed lady. What can I say? Yeah. Mm. Got that brown skin and anyway, uh, blonde you know hair. I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. that's it. That's it. Yeah, it's playing into Kai's, like, 
ethnic yeah. preference. Yes. Oh, <laughs> um, don't worry, Jason. It's established. We're not going to get cancelled. It's yeah, exactly. Canon. Oh, it's okay. okay. <laughs> oh, we we, we should have been cancelled a long time ago. It's okay. It's fine. Hey. Dude, we, can't we don't do have the viewers now. to get cancelled. It's all right. <laughs> that's that's fair. Uh, yeah. So a lot of this is Zelda establishing her place in this time and place during the imprisoning war and figuring out how she can go about returning to her time. We mm-hmm. find out that Sonia also has, which again, this whole thing in Tears of the Kingdom is a bootstrap paradox because she has the uh, sacred stone that Ganondorf ends up taking, but that we mm-hmm. get Zelda mm-hmm. gets in Hyrule Castle. It's all, it's a, yeah. another bootstrap paradox guys. It's another yeah. one. Well, I think it might be a different one. I'll talk about it after, but, I think it yeah. might be a different type of paradox. Yeah. So a lot of that oh, is okay. is more and more <laughs> paradoxes. Yes, we love paradoxes. Uh, a lot of it is that Zelda having co- conversations with Raru and Sonya. Like I said, some of these are really exciting, and some of them is like legit just tea time with Raru, mm-hmm. Sonya, and Zelda. Uh, we do get context of of Ganondorf as well, the Demon King. We get some memories in which he is trying to take down and attack Hyrule Castle. He sends a whole mob of Muldugas out, which is a really cool cutscene, and then just boss move that entire. Oh yeah, film. Raru and Sonya and Zelda just blasting all those. Muldugas away, which is is so crazy, and then a, a really cool cutscene of you know Ganondorf admitting defeat and, and and bowing down to the king for the most part. But I got huge callbacks to Ocarina of Time because you know when we oh, first yeah. see Ganondorf, Zelda and Link are peeking through the window, and he's doing that same thing. He's kneeling at the king right before mm-hmm. he betrays them, and. In, in this instance, which is what Ben was talking about, where we get Zelda and she has like this evil, maniacal laugh. And it's it, it's really weird to see this expression on Zelda when we first see her and we find out that, that is just a puppet of Ganondorf and Ganondorf ends up killing Sonya, which mm-hmm. I was I wasn't expecting her to straight up like just die. Fucking like she's just spoilers. Yeah, I don't know. I don't deep know. dive, baby. Deep dive. You know, been here yeah, since day so- one. Sonya gets killed. Um, yes. Ganondorf takes the secret stone. Correct. Um, which was interesting to see because not only did it show the birth of the demon kin, but it also showed that, like, I thought the secret stones were something for each person, but mm. it's like they amplify the power them. of the person. So now, right. instead of being the stone of time, it now becomes whatever Ganondorf's would be. The stone of darkness. Yep. Yeah. Stone of darkness. There you go. Um, so now we have the demon kin, and yes. prior to that we met Minoru, who was Raru's sister. Sister, mm-hmm. um, and she's really fascinated by the Pura Pad, and she talks to Zelda about this process of trephonication or whatever she calls it, yeah, which is eating this... the sacred stones, and it turns you into yes. a dragon—a forbidden act um, that makes one immortal and timeless, but makes you lose oneself and forget who you are, essentially. Yeah. Um, and so the other thing I wanted to talk about is that I, I, I really am unsure because for the longest time I thought that Zelda was going to be a descendant of Raru and Sonya. And Sonya, because she's like, oh, you have the power of time and the power of light, which is Raru and Sonya. And mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, is she like a descendant of their baby or something? But then Sonya died. And I was like, well, there goes that theory. So mm-hmm. definitely not possible. Um, 
And so what ends up happening essentially is that um, Zelda gets the Master Sword back through right. weird, convenient things, and she's like, which is the cutscene that we did like way in the beginning when we first before yes. we jumped off and we sent the Master Sword into the recall thing. It, the last or yeah. second to last tier is her then getting the Master Sword and trying to figure out yeah. how she can. And it's really weird that. because. She's talking to it like it's sentient, like, oh, you came back to me so that I can recover. Well, like, it plays his music. It plays his little jingle, right, when it turns on. So it's like, he's in there somewhere. Yeah, so um, all of that happens. The, we're cutting out all the shit where the sages vow to help the king and all of yeah. that stuff. Yeah, um, and so what, what ends up happening, essentially, is that um, Minoru puts her so her ability is that she's the sage of spirit she can separate mm. the spirit from her body she puts the spirit into the pura pad and then yep. Zelda gives the pura pad to the construct which is how we got Where it we on Great it. Sky Island yep. and now Zelda is like now I have the master sword I know why I was sent back here she swallows the stone of uh, time mm -hmm. and becomes a dragon while yep. holding the master sword and somehow through logic um she has purple eyes which is really weird and very obvious blonde hair like is very obviously zelda as a dragon and she had a weird tattoo on the side that said i am zelda it was really weird yeah, as she was flying throughout the sky like one of those like you know like when people fly planes and it's got like the banner on the back of it <laughs> <laughs> help me um, link i'm zelda <laughs> Yeah, it was an ad space behind her. Yeah, and so um, the Master Sword has end up wound in her hair, mm. and as she becomes a dragon, she cries, and it scatters these nine tears across the kingdom. This is why we can see her memories because tears are, we can memories see are memories. stored in tears. Everyone knows that. Yeah, um, everyone knows that. So I ended up getting the Master Sword before mm. getting um, the eleventh. Oh, before you got One, the final cutscene. Yeah, so basically you 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 get the final cutscene, but what happened was I was on the fin and she was just there. She was mm -hmm. like 90 foot away from me, so I was just like, I I'm just going to fucking... Like, I went I to the go. Sky Shrine to go and get the last one, which is the Master Sword memory. And then she was um, just there, and you're like, I don't need this And last I, I'm floating down, and she was just there, and I was like, well... I might as well get it. Why am I not gonna not get it? So yeah, I got it, and I got free stamina bars. So it yeah, wasn't tense for too. me because I was like holding A, and I was like, if I can't get this with free stamina bars, this makes no fucking sense because this is roll, the max roll roll game. Let me you get. both have three full rows of stamina bars. I have three yeah. stamina bars, and I have seventeen hearts. I have three stamina bars and like a, a ten hearts or like eleven hearts. I did not have enough stamina bars to get the Master Sword originally oh, at this point, so I had to go shit. do shrines to get oh, no. two stamina bars. <laughs> uh, and I think I have like I don't know ten hearts, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just getting all the shrines, man. Two and a half. I, I'm probably like the happy medium here. I have like two and a half stamina bars, and then like, yeah, probably like thirteen or fifteen hearts. Which is really like interesting because yeah. like I'm at a point where having hearts is great but I keep getting a lot of damage from the goblins. So I'm struggling to make food that replenishes enough hearts. Like most of my food replenishes like eight or so, mm. which is fine. But when like I have 17 and then I go down to like four, 
if I regain too many sick. hearts. I'll I'll see that's hearts. <laughs> if you have that's not good for me, my eleven hearts, it's fine. Like I don't gotta worry about it. You can't get one shot anyway, so it's perfect. Just don't get hit. <laughs> Yeah, just, just, get, get, good. just get, good. get good. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so I'm curious. We'll bounce it to Kai first. Uh, you <sighs> said you skipped a lot of these cutscenes, but how did you feel about the Dragon Tears? I, I skipped the T ones that were like oh, okay. Okay. them sitting mm. around complimenting Zelda and stroking her hair and being like, you're a magical yeah. little princess. And I'm just like, I mean, I she is a magical little princess. I don't care. Uh, also, <laughs> it's very just like, oh, you have so much power, especially when they do the stupid. The Mulduga thing was fucking cool. I will, yeah. I will give you that. That was a that was a very good cutscene. Other than the fact that Zelda's weird weird uh power was like twice as bright as as best girls and i was like okay let's, let's she's it's had like, this for like goku a day, and gohan like how Sh gohan is stronger sayer because like it's yeah. you know condensed these you know yeah it's you shrunk down all that power yeah. in a small uh body. yeah they they were fine like i think once again it i didn't enjoy doing them back to back i don't think that's I would have mm. much rather had all of these cutscenes interspersed within the story and not have done them as tears. And this is the <laughs> problem with doing a game open world like this and the way that they had set it up is that, mm. you know, it's hard to hit story beats because everyone's going to experience it in a different, in different ways. Kind of, yeah, in mm. different ways. And there's no way to necessarily tie people to a clear narrative from like start to finish because it just doesn't work that way you would you would have to lock them into some path and then that restricts mm, how you yeah. approach the game right it's um, a very double-edged sword though isn't it because like to to understand the full story mm. you have to have the tears and you you kind of you can kind of extrapolate what happened but like understanding how ganon become the demon kid because i thought it was just mm. like a fucking dope nickname for him you know it's just like oh they're calling him the demon kid but it is this like super saiyan shit where like his hair goes yeah. really fucking long and like you know he does become he looks a lot like powerful. demise i'm saying okay. just saying i know that um, i know that you're ready to fucking spit lore oh, yeah. and be like 100%. let me let me tell you the fucking deep let me tell you how this links into skyward as, some, as someone who does not know the no. lore and who particularly doesn't care like i if you have a good story i'll enjoy a good story if you have a shitty story and like i don't play Zelda games it. because i'm like i'm gonna enjoy this you're here for this like, deep narrative yeah, no not a fucking chance it's uh, uh, very along the same lines as pokemon in that like they, there's not much on offer here um, I do think that they did an excellent job with these cutscenes. Like as far as good. most of them go, they look very good. I, I more meant just like the dialogue, voice mm. acting, um, which is impressive for a game franchise that has not really successfully done that previously mm -hmm. uh, in any meaningful way. Um, but yeah, like I, I wish instead of doing the twelve tiers this way, they would have done a more like intricate side quest at least in which Impa leads you through, you know, some sort of challenge of getting these and like presents you the order in which the game wants you to experience them almost in, in which she also mm. adds some commentary to like what you're experiencing since she's eight gorillion years old. Um, Very old. But yeah, I, I, th I think they could, they, they phoned this one in, in a sense, and I get it. Like, yeah. They it, for for people who are interested in the lore and people who are interested in the story, it's there. You it's can go there. through the tears. You don't even have to do it if you don't want to. 
if you don't want to, if you don't care, then it's like, it doesn't matter yeah. if you're going to get the main story beats through completing the temples and understanding, you know, the fucking whatever, the concealing I, or whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that remember. Makes... Imprisoning. It's the imprisoning. <laughs> I don't know. Because can you imagine, like, can you imagine, like, getting one of the last ones and being like, oh, okay, Zelda's a dragon and the Master Sword's wrapped in her hair. Like, it's yeah. very akin to, like, Breath of the Wild. Like, I didn't do any of the memories in Breath of the Wild. That's Did wild. not do any of that fucking side shit. Breath of the Wild. Um, uh, I literally did the four beasts, didn't get the Master Sword, just went to Hyrule Castle and beat yeah. Ganon. Like, um, I definitely would have... Sorry, I just going to say, I definitely... Yeah. I... I would like a happy medium. Um, mm -hmm. I got very, very bored doing all 12 of these. Um, I messaged Jared and I was like, why can I not skip this little cutscene with the puddle where it becomes the teardrop? Oh, and like, yeah. yeah. The only time you could, you could skip as soon as that's over, but the like, yeah. you can skip the, the fucking plot. pre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the most dumb thing I've ever. Like, I, I don't care about the stupid little puddle cutscene that plays every time. So I'm um, so proud yeah. of that shit. I definitely would have liked. Um, maybe like some sort of like gentle guide mm. of being because it is quite even I think it is quite sort of prevalent to the story regardless yeah. of like if you want it for lore or not I think knowing what happened with Zelda and especially yeah, no. because of going into what happens with the spirit temple and Minoru mm. and all of that lot like it wouldn't make any sense if you haven't seen those cutscenes to understand yeah everything that happened there so yeah um personally i think it would be good to have had it as like a requirement and have the mm. game kind of guide you in a way maybe not where they're not tears of the dragon where they're like linked to maybe even the fucking sages like, like maybe while you're the sages, doing some of the the, the well, sorry quests and everything yeah instead of the fucking um chi like oh this is the story of our people and how we you know, something that like those memories are linked to yeah what happened with zelda and the the ancestor sages mm -hmm. instead of hearing the same thing about the imprisoning war four times yeah um jason i'm curious how do you feel about the dragon tears that you uh, watched or the whole idea of them mean, in general yeah. so i think it, i think it is interesting and it is definitely a double-edged sword because like the, yeah in you know, like in, in making a game, like you want people to see the important things, but it, it is also it's an open world thing. And like, I think ultimately I'm like, I'm a little bit torn, but I think ultimately like it is good that they're optional because you're like, you're right. You don't need to you don't need to see them all. You could just do the main story. You can extrapolate a lot of stuff from from context and the world building and like and you can do the shit out of order like you could you could land on the track and without knowing that 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 is zelda and look at it and go that looks a lot like zelda that's pretty like zelda like and they have the master sword and like i'm pretty sure it's, it's even like part of the main story that that you know you you send the master sword back in time and Zelda's back in time. Oh, look at this dragon. That looks a lot like Zelda. And it happens to have the fully healed master sword. Great. Like yeah. you don't have to go further than that. So I think it's, I think it's, 
it's just a surprise and delight kind of thing. I think it's mm-hmm. like, okay, for people who really care about the law, for people who want to know every possible, every angle of, of all the stories, all the, all the connections that there are in this world, you can go find tears and do all of that stuff. Yeah. If you don't care, don't do any of it. And I'm you'll really still get a story. And I think really that is like choice that is important to give the player. Yeah, and it's like it, it lends to the open world aspect of it for sure. Uh, yeah, sorry. I was going to say I'm really interested to see how it organically plays out with Minoru and the, sp- the Spirit of Sage, mm. not like outside of the tears. Right. Because, like, if you didn't have she, that context, what is how's the narrative going to play? She gives you a massive fucking lore dump when you when you meet with her. Oh, interesting. Um, there's like four or five memories that she shows you. Like, it's like a big ass lore dump. Mm. Yeah. But in terms of understanding why she's in the position she's in, it's going to be very interesting to see if you didn't have the tears, how much you'd actually understand yeah. of it. Yeah. All right, here's here's Do my you... pitch. Are, are right, ready? Go for it. Okay. Go. All right. So because they had built out the three different layers, right? You have the sky, you have hmm. the exploration fucking middle section of just Hyrule, and then you have the dungeon, whatever, demon depths. depths, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Uh, you could have built a very structured linear narrative into one of either the fucking floating islands or the depths in a way of... Uh, a la like Red Dead Redemption, right? Like Red Dead is obviously uh, an open world game that is very explorational. It's just not a word, but you get what I'm trying to say. And like, <laughs> it feels like you can create your own kind of story within it, but there is a structured narrative story. in which you're following. And the story is linear where you have to actually like interact with it in a certain way to get to an outcome. And you could have mm-hmm. built that into this game by having the exploration everyone knows and expects on the top layer of Hyrule in which you're doing these very disparate side quests and like just kind of adventuring and then as you move into the depths it turns into a structured very linear linear narrative and those two things remain separate so it doesn't interact or interplay with them you still have that experience and then that way you get the lore kind of hidden under this you know land of hyrule and then they connect with one another right just like the way that the the light roots connect with the shrines above you can have those connection points back up into the main sections of hyrule and kind of interconnected that way i think that would have been a really interesting approach of of trying to find a way that isn't just like here are some cutscenes, have fun hope you find them Uh, it doesn't matter what order you do them (laughs) in and more of like let me guide you through like an intentional trying to show you yeah. without really affecting the main gameplay See, and kind of interaction of the of you know the open worldness of zelda that's what i'm torn on is like i want it to be guided because i feel like it's prevalent to having a full understanding of everything but i also want it to be out of order because i want some shit out of content <laughs> like you can't i can't really win you really. want it both ways ben <laughs> you can't have it both ways yeah. uh, exactly do you do you want to hear my tinfoil hat of of lore <laughs> that I put together? Uh, Please, I'm uh, actually yeah, really desperate. Sure. Uh, the lore is the restarting shit. Timeline doesn't fucking matter anymore. This is oh, restarting. That's not exciting. I think I, wanna, I think I wanna, that <laughs> there's going to be a third Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. There's going to be a trilogy. So there's going to be a third mm. one that comes out because I alluded to it before, but there is so many initial narrative ties to 
Ocarina of Time, almost like a retelling of that story where it branched off the timeline. Like Ocarina of Time was the reason that we have the separate timelines in the first place, because that's where we were messing around with time travel and everything like that, too. We see Ganondorf attacking Hyrule in that same thing with the Muldooga fight. We see Ganondorf kneeling to the king. And in Ocarina of Time, obviously, he went to the Sacred Realm and got the Triforce. But in this, he's grabbing the Sacred Stone and becomes the Demon King. And like we've said, there's a lot of uh alluding to him looking like demise too um but i i think that the next game might even be like almost a retelling of like skyward sword you know we get the sound effects of fee and the sword we get the likeness of the demon king so i think that nintendo is just like hey you know that timeline it it doesn't doesn't matter anymore we're gonna do a new timeline and it's i mean they never wanted the wild like no it, it came from demand people wanted some kind of connection between these worlds and it didn't happen until 2011 when skyward sword came out and then they're like okay here's how these games line up and i think Mm. that breath of the wild tears of the kingdom and in my opinion a third will be the new timeline of of these zelda games and almost a retelling Mm. of some of these events that have so you think this is like a reboot trilogy that's what you're saying yeah i think so i think so there's a lot of nods to that being the case where it's like almost going to reboot a lot of this stuff because i mean we see things i mean another thing is like rito and um zora being in the same universe like technically which doesn't make any sense the rito were mutated or adapted zora even though like the whole of wind waker is in water and the whole thing with the Rita was like, Oh, they were Zora that adapted to fly, but the whole like world's water. So wouldn't Zora thrive? Like that's interesting. That, I would have thought it was the other way around. I would have thought that the Zora come from the Rito. Well, no, it's the making completely bad decisions and then having to justify them. <laughs> yeah. And in this we're game, in that's what people were confused. Team who's like, okay, let us let us make sure we're not fucking any of this shit up because then all of a yeah. sudden you're like, yeah, burn people because of water, and you're like, that doesn't yeah. make sense. What? Yeah. Uh, Nintendo needs a Kevin Feige. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, that's why people are confused of where this landed timeline wise with Breath of the Wild because we see Rito and we see Zoro, so like, well, where is this in the timeline? These creatures aren't supposed mm-hmm. to exist in the same world. So that my, makes my sense. tinfoil hat is they're just restarting the whole shit. And I really just want to see like a, a fucking, you know, Azora just fucking a bird. Just like mm-hmm. in one of the, in a hut somewhere. Like, and be like, like, oh my a, God. No, no, like, like a real bird. Morphic bird, just like a bird. No, just one yeah, of those, like bird. Bird. <laughs> one of those oh, weird God. fucking swan birds that walks around. I mean, just going to pound make- town. It would make sense in terms of your theory, Jared, because mm. like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, like you said, they don't really fit into the established timeline that Nintendo have set. And so the reason yeah. that they don't fit in maybe because it's a reboot is mm. definitely plausible. Um, yep. Should we talk paradoxes <laughs> just real quick? Because okay. like... Hit us with some paradoxes. The whole fucking thing makes no damn sense, right? So we you know anyone who's listened to the show or at least listened to ocarina series know that the bootstrap paradox um which is the idea that something in the present has to happen in order for somebody to go in the past to influence something in the past to make the thing in the present necessary that event always had happened it always had it never wasn't it always just was yes so um jared loves them me and kai famously hate them um they make no damn sense they make my brain hurt that's why um, that's why they're great you don't have to think about and it. so it's just lazy storytelling that's the, really what I mean, it's sure the problem is in tears of the kingdom right that zelda and link discover 
the remains of Ganon, the Demon King. Yep. Mm-hmm. Zelda ends up back in time, which she then informs Raru of what he's going to do, which is mm-hmm. one of the other sort of tears. And then Raru ends up doing that thing, which puts Ganondorf where he is in the imprisoning mm-hmm. war. But then Zelda becomes a dragon. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a bootstrap paradox because now, in theory, yeah, our right. present doesn't have a Zelda. Right. Well, she's, she's now enter, changed the changed the future of like her well, becoming. Enter, she's dragon. now a dragon. <laughs> enter the grandfather paradox. So oh. a grandfather paradox is like a thought experiment where the idea is, okay, say you go back in time to kill your grandfather. Mm-hmm. The problem yeah. is that then your grandfather is never gives birth to your parents, they never give birth to you, yeah. for you to never exist. And you start fading away like in Back to the Future. Exactly. Oh, you turn transparent. But then, if you don't exist, you How can't you go, go back, back in time that? to kill your grandfather, yeah. which means your grandfather is alive, which <laughs> means now... So what essentially is going to happen in theory is that at some point a Zelda will come into that world who will then be the Zelda that goes back in time. So there'll be a Zelda dragon and a, a Zelda person. That's wild. I don't know why, but this, this is- reminded me of the Futurama episode where Fry realizes he's his own grandfather because he yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, his it's, grandmother. It's big vibes. It's big <laughs> vibes. And like, it again, it doesn't make any fucking sense, right? Like, yeah, uh, in, it, it, it can't. It must be a branch of a time. You shouldn't touch time. It's too complicated. We don't it's understand how it works. Uh, J- Jason, I'm really thing- curious how you feel go. because we we used to like we would go to the gym and we would like bounce paradoxes off each other all the time. So. <laughs> What a, yeah. wait, oh, hold on, roll it back. Just two bros. Just, just two, two bros. bros. Yeah. And being like, let's talk What's about What's wrong with paradoxes? We would bring, we would each bring a paradox to the gym yeah. and then explain <laughs> the paradox you brought to the to the other person. And that, yeah. was, that was like our gym ritual. That's where the, the mm, start of the bootstrap paradox. <laughs> Pump it, yeah, your brain is a muscle. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you train, your you train your muscles working. and your brain. <laughs> Hell exactly. Yeah. Um... I don't know, to be honest, like, so this <laughs> is going to be a care. hot take, right? This is no, it's not that I don't care. It's that uh-huh. like, maybe it's that I don't care enough. But like, mm, I think okay. with movies, with movies, right, it doesn't always matter what the fuck is going on. Like when you're when you're sitting down to watch a movie, I know it's a hot take. Just bear with me. <laughs> just bear with me. Bear with me here. I'm not getting to the point, I promise. So. Yes, like you you need to be able to follow the story and the plot and everything, but also just like when you're sitting down to watch a movie, you have to be able to like suspend your disbelief to be able to mm-hmm. enjoy the thing. I think video games have an element of that. If you're always trying to make the thing make sense, it's going to be tough. And I think especially yeah. with like Z- Zelda like is really fucking bad at like making things make sense. Like they they mm-hmm. do the paradox, they do the yeah. time thing. But like time is like one of their like motifs right like time is in so many of their games so they have to fucking do something with it and i think Mm. they almost kind of shot themselves in the foot where they like intrinsically linked zelda or like the zelda games with time to one another do something with time and time is difficult like time like you were saying kyle Mm. like time is is a fucking 
like hornet's nest of of story elements like it's it's difficult to make it make sense and you're always yeah kind of going to run into this thing so it's like like if you focus on it too much you're just going to be waiting for the next game to have the same discussion about how there's a time paradox in it yeah uh, but but or, yeah, or waiting for it to make sense and then it just still doesn't yeah i'm waiting for them to do it well that's <laughs> which <laughs> that is I, probably a fruitless uh you know endeavor but whatever. i yeah. just kind of like accepted it almost as like a time like a reset mm-hmm. you know so it's almost like a completely and I, I know i keep talking like marvel shit but like if any if you if anyone has seen loki like the tv series in loki at the TVA, they have like the timeline, right? Which is the golden mm. timeline, which is how everything's supposed to go. And then there are massive branches that come off of the timeline. And the job of the TVA is to kind of prune those branches and make sure that they don't interrupt the main time. So the way I see it is like the Zelda and Link seeing Ganon and Zelda getting that secret stone is kind of like a catalyst. And now we're in almost like a branch off of what of would that. have been that the main thing. Yeah. So that's the way Makes I'm sense. kind of understanding it in my head. Um, but I do think kind of like, you know, jokes aside, like Jason was saying, like there is a certain amount of just like. Turn your brain off. Fucking rolling with it, man. Just like, okay, cool. Well, so I she went back in time. She's a dragon now. Like, okay. <laughs> that's where my brain comes in. Like, <laughs> it doesn't even like, they just throw words that have been brought up in older Zelda games. Like Raru. And I'm like, oh, that's from that's from another one. Why is it here? I don't fucking know, but it's here and I'm happy about it. That's all I need. Just throw me yeah. buzzwords and I'm fine. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's it's it is a weird one. Yeah. Um I wouldn't be surprised if there is a third one. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if part of the third one was trying to turn Zelda back from a dragon to a person, which would then make sense because that would kind of complete the entire timeline of her going back in time and all of that shit jason did you raise your hand i did i did i wanted to interrupt you ben but i didn't want to like no no cool (laughs) have you finished the game no have you finished no so we are literally we are literally yeah we're theory crafting at the point of this episode we have finished hyrule castle we have defeated um the the ganondorf clone fins in hyrule castle and that is where we have left it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I haven't I haven't finished the game either, but I was just like, I didn't know if if, if you knew some shit that I didn't know. No, no. Gotcha. I just, okay. I think to, to me, you know, I only started thinking of that because Jared mentioned the idea of this reboot trilogy. Mm. Um, and, you know, my brain, I, I'm, a, I'm a fixer. I like to fix shit. I like to solve shit. If there's a, if, you know, if something doesn't make sense, I like to make sense of it. So my brain was immediately like, well, if there's three games, the way we can solve this entire paradox problem is if the third game is bringing Zelda back. Also, you know, because I mean, she was crystallized like in the four hundred years in Hyrule Castle, right? And then we saved yeah. her, and now she disappeared back in time, and she's a dragon. So now we got to save her again. Like, yeah, that's save her just from a dragon the, form. Also, severe lack of Triforce in both of these games. No Triforce, which is weird, right? Because in Hyrule Castle, it's fucking everywhere. Yeah. It's on the walls. It's like Which, you know, what, the crest be? and everything. Legend of Zelda, the the set up for the third Triforce of Friendship. That's the third game. Mm-hmm. There you go. I hope they don't name Ocarina it. Of Ocarina, Ocarina of Time Loops. Ocarina of Time Loops. 
Uh, it's a different Nintendo? song for each fucking universe that you go yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're in Wind Waker and then you fucking go back to That would like, be fucking sick though. I would I love I, that. If you like travel to like each one of the games, but in the breath, like the that style. Nutty. Dude, also, like crazy. can you imagine like this whole shit with the tears, right? Link's the only dude who's seen them. So he's gonna go to Pura and Impa and be like, right, yeah, so what happened is we haven't actually been seeing Zelda. She's like a phantom Zelda. The real Zelda is yeah. actually a fucking dragon that's been flying around Hyrule <laughs> like, for the past you should, thousand you odd years. Sit down. You've been walking through the what, Gerudo what Desert of the, a little too What of the many mushrooms of this world have you eaten <laughs> recently? <laughs> yeah, explain to me. Uh... Okay, well, with that, I think we can move on from the tears and our Ocarina of Time loops uh, discussion here and move into Hyrule Castle, which, I mean, is relatively straightforward. We'll have a very generalized conversation about it because Pyrrha sees Zelda at Hyrule Castle when we go talk to her after defeating the Lightning Temple, and now it's just, um, yeah, now it's just going to Hyrule Castle and finding Zelda. Yeah. So, interestingly... Um, <laughs> I didn't talk to Pura in Lookout Landing. Um, did you just go straight? Did not I just went the story straight, until no, I I didn't think like it just says you do the four regional phenomena fins, right? And then I was like, cool, I've done the four regional phenomenas. There's like a whole fin where she's like, Link, come meet me at the castle. I know she's at the castle. There's been talk of her yeah. at the castle. I just went to the fucking castle. And so mm. I'm running around the castle. I found my champion's levers. So now I've got the blue leather tunic. Nice. Um, uh, and I think, how did I find that? I think that was in chest. the, I think it's in the throne room. There was like, um, in the sanctum, there's like a throne mm. at the top. that has got two unlit lanterns on it. And I was like, conveniently and then the top of the fin like slid open and there was a chest inside and i'm pretty sure that's where mm. i got my champion's lever from interesting i think you can get the high row shield somewhere here too uh you can get the hylian shield earlier too yeah I, i've had it almost the entire game i don't know where i found oh really them, but did you find it in the castle no oh wow I wonder. I'm, I, I remember there being like a way where you can find it other places, but I don't remember exactly where it was. I yeah. don't remember. Unfortunately, it was so early in the game. It was before we even ever did the first temple. Oh wow! So like I, early, I early. I've never used it. I've just had it <laughs> just sitting in your inventory. I don't like the way it looks. I like the Zora shield. Uh, and the Zora shield. We didn't talk. We didn't talk. Really cool. a, yeah, we didn't talk about it in the section of side quests I did, but I did all the fairies and. Oh, you did do little, all the great fairies. Yeah, I did all the great fairies, and then sang oh hell yeah, little songs and did all the stupid fucking side missions to get the froggy, Sick. the climbing gear, the frog, the climbing, the climbing gear. gear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and then I upgraded that. all of my Zora armor, so I'm fully kid. I have my your my Zora trident of of truth, my Zora armor, and my Zora shield. I'm like yeah, kidded. Interesting. Um, yes. Yeah, I was in like. 
upper sanctum or something and there was like a throne with two unlit lanterns and i was like those are convenient place so i threw fire through at them and then the fin slid open and there was a chest inside and that's where i got very the old school zelda from. feeling like that yeah feels i was scary. like oh i like that that's nice um yes yeah, so I, I didn't i didn't talk to pura no i was just i was i, I was just mouthing the word what because i definitely did not do that so <laughs> yeah it's it's very like um it's very old school you sort of look and you're like those are two very yeah, conveniently, so conveniently placed, placed places like yeah. <laughs> so were you able to do the narrative stuff or did you have to go back and talk to pierre to activate no like, the... no so i i ran around i was running around everywhere um i activated the shrine that's just outside hyrule castle yeah um and i was like running around i was like dude where the fuck is zelda because the whole finn she's like you know link i'm waiting for you uh, and i'm like okay like but where bitch like <laughs> i can't find you <laughs> this is so, my issue with the um, fire temple i did like the whole fire temple and i had to just talk to fucking what's his name you know oh, yeah, you ran around. To activate the temple <laughs> i did the whole thing i walked around i ascended yeah. and i was like how do i activate this temple and i just didn't talk to him i had the same problem yeah so i had to go back to lookout landing mm. um because I looked on the I looked on the the mission quest and it was like maybe Pura will know something or whatever. And because I went to look out landing and everyone's like, isn't there a at the marker there? Like yes. Flip on your map. Yes. On look out landing. It literally puts a marker on your map and says talk <laughs> yeah. to Pura. So I didn't have it as my active quest, which is why I didn't uh, have the marker. Uh, okay. Um, so I was just right. And like I got to look out landing and everyone's just looking at the castle with their hand over their head, like, oh my god, what's that? And I was like, why is everyone looking at the fucking castle, bro? Like, I'll go to the castle then. Uh, what the, no. so my brain was like, everyone's looking at the castle. I know she's there. I'm just gonna go. Nope. Oh, and he just left. Wow, what comedic timing. And then, timing. then, and then, then he goes. That's it. Um oh, holy shit. Okay. Um, that was perfect. You said you're gonna go, and you immediately dipped. And you left. I'm not gonna turn my camera back on because it seems to be causing issues. He went. To uh, the yeah, that's that's wild. No, I had the quest marked, so I saw that the blip was at Lookout Landing. Talk to Pira. She looks through a little microscope telescope thing, and we see Zelda on the ridge, and we go and talk to her. And then it's just a sequence of events in which there's different markers on Hyrule Castle, and each time we go there, Zelda's there, but she immediately disappears, and we fight hordes of of enemies. Uh, I actually really like this. And one of the things I really liked about it was in the library, you fight a Hinox and it was really interesting fighting one of those indoors because usually they're all outside. So you have plenty of room to run around. So like limiting, <clears throat> limiting that fight to a like truncated space was really cool. And it was really fun to do. I really enjoyed it. Cool. I Impossible. was silly Billy and uh used the master sword the entire way up to the gallon fight um and ran the master sword out of energy so did oh, so not have, have the master sword the... The fan... no so play. i i got really curious and i was like hmm okay master sword doesn't show attack power i was like okay that's weird i wonder if i can fuse something to it so i fused you a can. silver um no a white lionel horn to it mm -hmm. and gave it like an additional 40 something um attack so i was like two tapping lizalos and the hinox was like a three or four tap like it just fucking went down yeah uh the master sword's base power is 30. oh okay awesome yep which yeah. is weird because like but it, it seems to do more damage though right because i had a i had a 
Gerudo scimitar mm. that doubled whatever I fused it to, and I fused something on it, and it doubled it, and I had like 96 power, but I was definitely not free-tapping Hinoxes with 96 power. Yeah, I, I'm not sure, because I know it glows while you're in Hyrule Castle, so maybe it's like doubles like- the damage. Is it also, it could be like an elemental thing. Like it does like yeah, damage I'm, to certain enemies. Yeah, I don't know if it's because it seals, it seals darkness and like they're dark creatures. And so yeah, um, maybe that's why. Because that was something else we saw in the tears is that they're all servants of Ganon. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ganon basically summoned them when he become the demon kin. So maybe because it's the sword that seals darkness, that's why it's doing so much damage. Yeah. Um, use the even though it's technically base 30. Interesting. Uh, I didn't either. I used it during the Phantom Ganon fight, but I you get a I got a shit ton of like um, high powered like monster parts through this by fighting a lot of the enemies. So I just fused that to existing weapons I had, and then I just used that throughout until I got to the um, uh, Phantom Ganon fight at the end. But I just used regular weapons. I didn't even use it during the Phantom Ganon fight. There's also a shit ton of like royal bows and royal claymores well, that's, and shit like that. Yeah. That's what I ended up using through this whole thing was just bows because I have like 300 arrows at this point. And so I just Bro, fucking... I still have zero. How <laughs> is that possible? That's I fucking insane. But that was that was the key for me for fighting Phantom Ganon was just distance. Like I never yeah, got close to him. him. I yeah. just sat back and because there's like the million versions of him that appear. I just used bomb arrows the entire time and just like unloaded yep. on him and then let all of the fucking partners just like create a shield in front of me that I used. So yeah. I just never got close to him, which I beat him in like five minutes. It was very simple. It, honestly, it was harder getting to him than it than actually beating him. was after beating Phantom Ganon. Yeah. For some reason, every time I tried to use that fight was so frustrating. For one, I got to the point where you actually fight all the Phantom Ganon's yeah with like no food i had like no food nothing i could yep. possibly even make so i was like oh fuck okay i'm completely out of shit and now like my save is literally like i'm about to take a step and then activate the the fight the cutscene. um yeah and then every time i tried to use a fucking arrow like it didn't matter what strategy i had i would get annihilated by them like doing the the like phantom shit where they close the gap on you and yeah, then like you're you. a broad swing and hit you. And I it took me so long to figure out or for me, it was like a million times easier to just use a, a sword and shield and just yeah. fucking tank a hit and then beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Like yeah. It was so much I mean, easier I, that way than using arrows for me. Yeah. I know we didn't really talk about it much, but I like I liked the whole finding Zelda leading up to the fight because mm. The whole time I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, this dude is not only trying to lure me into the castle. It's like, he's trying to kill my resources, man. Like, he wants yeah, me to have no resources. He wants me to, like, yeah. ha- make this a struggle to make it easier to beat Link. Um, yeah. I tried arrows. Um, arrows didn't really seem to do much um, for me personally. They did towards the end when there was less of them because I now I could, like, land headshots and shit. Mm. Um, my tactic... I didn't use the sages. I didn't think I should have used the sages. Oh, the sages um, are so helpful because they fight all yeah. of the exit. They fight the other ones yeah. and they distract them. Yeah, I should have done it. Um, my tactic was I had a claymore with mm. um, a white boss goblin horn on the top of it that did like mm. it was that Gerudo whatever that did like ninety six damage. 
Um, and I just held Y and because I had the free just stamina spun. bars and I had the yellow stamina bar as well. I was just fucking tornadoing through all of oh, these Phantom awesome. Cannon clones. Um, uh, but I did take a fair few hits, man. He did. Um, I ended up using some food that I had mm. that I basically put a bunch of armored, those armored fish um, and some of the crabs together that gave mm. me like level three defense up for five minutes. Oh, so wow. I was able to tank the hits. Um, the only annoying thing was it knocks you on your ass, so you lose all your momentum, and you have to kind of build it back up build and it back carry up. on. Uh, my method to this, I similar to Jason, went in there with uh, no food because I used all of it uh, during the climb up here, uh, and no arrows because I just don't ever have arrows for some reason at all. Uh, and me being too stubborn to like, maybe I should like go resource and then come back. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to fucking just brute force my way through this. Uh, also still haven't upgraded any of my armor. So still have just level like nine or eight armor or whatever it is. Uh, and I was getting fucking destroyed. I was getting one tapped by people like one hat, one little sliver of heart and then destroying me. And I was like, oh, you know what I'll do? I'll just put on the Satori armor. So I just did that and I beat it because it just runs through my rupees. So I just did that instead of wasting hearts and I didn't lose any hearts through the fight. Why use rupees to, you know, buy arrows or upgrade nah, armor and great nah, fairies nah. when you can just throw it on the floor? Yeah, um, exactly. Well, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna spend money on rupees to buy arrows to help me with the fight, I might as well just put the armor yeah, on. Isn't there like two hundred middleman? Yeah. Isn't it like two like hundred per hit or something? It depends on how hard you're getting hit, but yeah, it's somewhere around there. Uh, but uh, I just put on the Satori armor and did it that way. And had I would not recommend issue. doing it that way. That sounds like a that's bad. what I did. I can't. I, I can barely it. afford anything in this game, regardless. So I, I, don't I had a shit ton of money. I had like four grand in rupees. I was like, oh yeah, I can yeah, do this. Because you're not buying arrows. <laughs> I can just blow through this with hits. <laughs> hmm. I did uh, utilize some um, dazzle fruits. Especially when they cluster oh, in a even group together. I using the dazzle fruits. That yeah, been great. it's what I use. It's what I use on the gloom hands as well. Uh, yeah, I'll like yeah. dazzle fruit the gloom hands, and then hit them with like um, a sapphire with an arrow mm. or something to like freeze them all. Yeah, um, the um, this second half of the boss fight was interesting because it has that one main Ganon, Phantom Ganon, like summon the gloom around. So now you're having to try to avoid. And if you hit him, he kind of temporarily stops. So I was like, I did actually have some arrows. Maybe they dropped some or something. I don't know. But I had a couple, but I was getting headshots. If you headshot him, then he stops doing the gloom. But it was mm. interesting fight having to fight five of them on top of avoiding the gloom as well. So, so I thought I liked it. I enjoyed the fight in its the champion, you know, entirety. The champion levers are rated five armor. And my um, gloom tunic, or tunic of the depths, or whatever they call it, mm. is rated five armor as well. So I put on the tunic of the depths, and I put on um, Min. Oh, what's her name? Min. Uh, what's the fucking girl Midna? from Twilight? Oh, Midna. Midna. No, Midna. I put on uh, Midna's helmet. So then I had two gloom resistance, mm. but managed to keep my same armor right in. I think I lost like three or four. Yeah. Um, I, and that's how I dealt with that bit. I was wearing the fierce deity. So I had like the, the plus three in attack power or whatever it does. So I was doing that to mm. mitigate my, I was a glass cannon. So if you hit me, well, I was going to drop a bunch of money, but I tell you it was a, hearts, but then hitting was, I what's was a really good. Too. I tell you also, sorry, I didn't mean to keep talking over you. What's a really no, good, good tactic that I did is, um, I bought in Gerudo Town, I bought the 
uh, there's a diamond headband that gives you attack oh. up. And then you can upgrade that at the Great Fairies. And that has, so now I've upgraded that. So it's got 12 armor. So I get 12 armor and attack up only one level, but. That's wild. Damn. So my hand has 12 armor. Because I've upgraded it with the Great Fairy twice, yeah. So my my total armor is twenty nine. Your like your one headband kit. has more def- defense than my entire like, body. <laughs> my whole set has probably like <laughs> nine nine or ten armor. Yeah, That's yeah. Trust me, crazy. use those use those Great Fairies, man. They well, are I like went, I went and did I the Great Fairy stuff. This I didn't want to. This leg I went and did and unlocked all of them and did that whole side quest thing, but. Even then, like when I went to go upgrade, because I only use Zora armor and I only use Zora. It's very aesthetic. It has no real. It's very nice. <laughs> yeah, it is very. Uh, other than the stupid little footsies, I hate that. Part. Oh, I mean, just normal not cute little weird things. Anyway, that's Zora not the helm. point. Uh, curiosity. No, I don't use the Zora helm because it looks like shit. So I the one that we point in the front of it. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm not going to use that. I use amber earrings, which is the same shop in Gerudo that you can get the diamond mm-hmm. uh, headband from. Um, but like even unlocking the fairies, like you still need the certain monster parts. And like, yeah, like having to go farm fucking Lazalfo horns so that I could upgrade Zora armor was a pain in the ass. So like oh. even then there's it's not just as simple as like having rupees no. and going yeah. and finding how the, much, the do, how much and, like, do you need? Because I feel like I have a rupees wise it's not actually much they only charge like 10 for the mm. first level and then 50 and then i think it's 200 for free yeah but it's the parts you need like some yeah. of the some of the shit that i needed upgrading i think to upgrade that diamond headband i had to use like three diamonds yeah. to upgrade it and the zora armor she wants like five hyrule bass for each part um so it, it's finding the stuff um, some of them are like the cobbling guts and like it all depends all the, on the armor. Yeah, all the Zora armor was like 10 flint and then five Lazalfa horns, but for mm. each piece that you need to upgrade. So like you have to have 15 yeah, Lazalfa horns and I've been selling shit because, you know, your boy's got a house in Terrytown that, you know, needs <laughs> I rooms. Also bought a ha- I bought a house in Terrytown as well. Um, I haven't done And do you know what? It's actually, so there's a, a shrine. Yeah, you can buy a whole house. Yeah. Like uh, you can, customize you can buy it too. a house and you can build uh, like a million rooms onto it, so it's like a completely it's, customizable experience. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. You get like 15 rooms, and there's a shrine right by the house. And now I've used it as like a one stop shop, so it's got a bed for me to sleep in. Mm. I've got a goddess statue that I can pray to, and there's a kitchen area that I can cook in. Yeah, so I can just go to this shrine in Terrytown. You literally glide off the cliff, and your house is like 30 foot away from you. And then you can just do everything in one you place. O- you have ocean views. Yeah, know. it's nice. Yeah, like you're yeah. up on a bluff. It's nice. I, yeah, I, I know you're shaking here. You don't go fucking care. And the rooms, the, no. to be honest, it's not that like I I got it for fifteen hundred because I did the Ooh, side quest deal, with deal. the little girl. Yeah. Um, if you do the side quest with a little girl, where you get the sunder lines and I send, I honestly think Garuda. you can't do it without doing that side quest. Like you have to do the side yeah. quest. And um, then- but. And then the rooms are like dirt fucking cheap. Like the goddess statue was like two hundred rupees. <laughs> nah, I, I got I got a bed like, at Zelda's place, man. I don't need it in my own place. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Isn't this like the first game Zelda's as well where they've canonically confirmed that Link so, and Zelda are a couple? With that, because obviously in Breath of the Wild you can buy a house too, and now that house is Zelda's house. But mm-hmm. with Link sleeping in beds, he can only sleep in beds that are his or inns, and you can sleep in the bed in Zelda's house. So, 
Yeah. Exactly. And apparently there's other little nods, like notebook pages you can read where she talks about their relationship and stuff like that. They're very they're very cute. They're very cute. Um what's the main thing we talk about? Oh fuck. Hyrule <laughs> Castle. Castle. <laughs> I mean, that was that's that's pretty much it. There's not a one thing that I really liked, yeah. and it'd be interesting, like not seeing the memories leading up to this is like Zelda's talking to you as you're going up the castle, but like her her tone of voice like starts shifting as you go up higher. Like you can tell in her voice that's a little like it's a little evil, a little She's bit like maniacal. I wouldn't know. I haven't heard her voice the entire game. So a little I hate you so much. Mm. She goes from like Link, like Link, I need you, to like Link, follow me, find me. And you're yeah, like, okay, yeah. it becomes a lot more commanding. <laughs> it's just sure. like Ganondorf doing a Zelda voice. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Link. Come on, find me. Come find me. I don't know why you sound like the the gingerbread man in Shrek when you're doing that voice. <laughs> yeah, I'm the gingerbread man. Uh, yeah, I just rocked back and forth between bomb arrows and then Aracuda yeah. eyes to like disable the Ganondorf. Mm. So I was like, Aracuda. There's that's fucking Aracuda. Aracuda is Isn't like it called Aracuda. It know. isn't called Aracuda. It, it, yeah, it's the big yeah. floating yellow, the big flying yeah. yellow fins. They just do more damage than key size, so that's why I yeah. was using those. Yeah. And I had like a million of them. Um, and they also just auto target the like what Jason was saying when they fly to you to do the weird little ghoul yeah. attack where they like come at you quickly. Yeah. If you just use an Aracuda, a, uh, it'll just they just get uh, yeah. It's a really right. will... it's called Aracuda. Yeah, fuck you. Um, <laughs> it's a really then... weird reference, but like. I don't know anyone out there who watches martial arts movies. When the when the Phantom Ganon comes like floating towards you, oh, yeah. it really really reminded me of like House of um House of Hundred you know, percent when they like House of fly the air, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and they're like flying like five foot off the ground, <laughs> perfectly horizontal. It's hundred percent the same fucking move. Whatever. They, yeah, they had the same master. <laughs> they learned from. Um, oh, yeah, man. so you beat you beat Ganon. Um, yeah. And then uh, is is this the bit where like the real Ganon, like fucking Mumra Ganon appears above? Yeah, them like Zord, Zord and like Ganon comes up and yeah. he's talking to them and he's like, "Oh, you guys mess with the wrong boy," and then he disappears. I thought I was gonna and, have to fight him again, like more, and I was like, "Dude, I'm almost out of bomb arrows. I'm not, not doing so hot." <laughs> we're not ready for Mumra. We're we're just like. That's a really weird reference. I don't know if everyone will get that. I, I said Zordon. Zordon was my, was my reference. Oh, okay. I was I was getting Thundercats. I went but, Power um, Rangers route. I'm, I'm a bit older than y'all, I think. So I don't get either um, of those references. Like so. one year. <laughs> Bro, you don't know Thundercats? No. no Thundercats? Mumra, the big fucking mummy dude, is the big bad Oh, guy. I couldn't name anybody in Thundercats, but I know what Thundercats no. is. I also no. never watched Power Rangers, so I also don't know Dragon. Well, that's... So don't worry, you're not alone. Wow. Zordon? He's um, the, like the floating head. Zordon. Yeah, he's a fucking head. Yeah. Hearing hearing that name unlocked like a core memory that I did. <laughs> <laughs> Zordon, I was like, oh my god. Like, it all just fucking came See, rushing Jason, back to me. Jason knew. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, I, didn't, I yeah. didn't know I knew. Yeah, <laughs> and then like the four sages appear, right? Mm. Yeah. They just come out of nowhere. They burst through the door, and they're like, "Don't worry." Well, it's Sidon at first, isn't it? He's like, "I got you, bro. Don't worry." Um, brother, coming out, <laughs> coming out, Clyde. I mean, yeah, because like, they they is the cutscene before and after because they show up before because yes. you're gonna be hit by the phantom thing, and they all jump in to save you, and they're like, "We're ready oh, to fight, Link," the, and they fight with you. It's the same shit from the beginning that corrupted his arm. 
he shoots yeah. he's like oh you've interested me fucking try this yep. and shoots the fucking gloom at you that it's like palpatine hands he just shoots the yeah. at you <laughs> yeah uh but yeah that's at, we are done with hyrule castle and at the kind of end of that leading into the next section we find out that there is another sage we have to find there's a fifth sage we need to complete our avengers team to is, go take on ganondorf is that when you uh go back and talk to pura because i haven't gone back and talked to pura yes i just i did the shit with the four sages um yep be interesting uh so um mineru is the fifth sage um it's going to be very interesting because obviously i've already done it so i don't know how that's going to work i'm in the process um, of doing it right now i'm just going to say that mineru, mineru is ask. the best sage 100 <laughs> no one asked you either <laughs> mineru's best sage like mineru's mineru's the best sage trust me her ability i don't want to ruin what her ability is but her ability is fucking hands down the best. Mm, okay. I don't know what the ability is. Oh, Jason seemed like he disagrees. Interesting. I think it's really cool, but practic practicality wise. Oh, well, mm. oh, fuck. Okay, I can't say what point. I want to say yeah. without spoiling it. <laughs> it's not super practical for me. And I think for Traversal a lot of other a bit people. Of a bitch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think it, it won't be practical. Well, I, I mean, sure. I'm looking forward to, like I said, because I'm, I'm going through the temple right now. I'm looking forward to seeing what that power is. But that is the end of this episode, you guys. We're going to go through round robin here and kind of just generally talk about how we felt about this section of the game. Uh, Jason, you're the guest, so we'll start with you. How did you feel about kind of the tears and doing the Hyrule Castle stuff? The tears I did not care about and actively avoided. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. And like, I, no, I tried to do yeah. them because I knew we were going to talk about them yeah. and I did some of them. And then I got to the point where I was like, I don't want to know more. Like, I don't want to know yeah. more this way. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. so I, I stopped doing them. Uh, as far as the castle, I love the castle. I thought, I thought it was yeah. really cool. I, I, uh, smooth brain liked that it wasn't a puzzle to be honest. I, I was like, okay, like Get I understand what's going on. Like yeah it was like okay find zelda fight people find zelda fight people and i'm like okay i can do this and then in that same way they lead you around the castle and they, mm. they get to show off a lot of the the art and the environment and i also thought that was really cool and that they built like a really good atmosphere there um or like really interesting like eerie atmosphere and the music there was really cool so i enjoyed all of that and the boss fight was difficult for me mostly mm. because of resources but also was like a fun challenge that i just thought it was yeah. interesting so I, I liked it i enjoyed it awesome ben what say you what say i um man i'm really torn on the tears um i liked them i definitely think some of them weren't necessary like Tea we kind of Raru. already knew yeah we kind of already knew that the sages had vowed to help raru mm. um and you know i feel like that was kind of like an unnecessary Finn, i feel like my experience was definitely spoiled by doing them in one to 12 quick succession back to back um mm. they're definitely meant to be found out of order they're definitely meant to be done in such a way that they're kind of pieced together um yeah i don't know i'm really really unsure i kind of go backwards and forwards between they should have been 
a linear narrative part of the story and they're good as a you know extra law crafting mm. section um hyrule castle is a weird one as well because I, I, no okay right okay i guess it makes sense so i was gonna say it's weird because i was like you know we go there and like what but it you can't really not do it so like my link knows that there isn't a physical zelda because mm. she is now a dragon yeah and my link knows that ganondorf can create this clone of zelda and use it for nefarious reasons the problem is obviously that you can't not have the Hyrule Castle section in the game because if someone doesn't do the tears, that's how they learn that the version of Zelda is actually a bad version. And like, you, you know, there has to be some kind of core narrative reason mm -hmm. for them to learn that same information. Um, exploring the castle itself was cool. Like I said, finding those champion tunic was, was cool. Um, the boss fight I really liked. I really liked. Yeah. Um, kind of small part of me kind of wishes that it was like phantom ganon from rock arena and there were like loads of pictures and shit or but... you're just hitting the ball back you do play <laughs> yeah. a little tennis with uh, you play tennis Gandor. yeah oh my gosh if we um, get to play tennis in this game with actually fighting ganon <laughs> well um no but in all seriousness it was i could have took or leave the castle like i was like it's fine mm. um it was very clearly a resource drain you know it drained the resource from me because i used the master sword but obviously you guys struggled with having food resources and stuff like that so yeah. i think it was fine i don't think it was anything that was like stand out yeah um, but yeah yeah could have took uh, it or leave it for me honestly it's weird because i i also am like a little back and forth on the tears I liked seeing them in order. Like my issue isn't like how I absorbed the information. It's really just the information itself. Like I, I, I guess I was expecting them to be very like bombastic with things they were going to reveal. I mean, Zelda being a dragon is is a big uh, like reveal. But I think that we kind of could get hints of that by just seeing that dragon around. I mean. You can see, from the very beginning of the game, you can see this dragon. And if you get close enough to it, you can see there's a fucking master sword embedded into its forehead. So, I mean, you can kind of put two and two together. Also, like the Zelda being evil thing. I don't even necessarily think you need the context of these memories to know that because since the beginning, we've seen Zelda appear in the game throughout the dungeons and acting in a way that's different how Zelda would normally act. So we already got the context of like, oh, Zelda's acting a bit different for some reason. And if you got to the ca uh, castle without the memories and it's like, oh, she's evil, you'd be like, oh, that that makes sense because she's been at these events. She's doing all that. So I don't necessarily think you need the context of the memories for that. Um, for me, I guess the, 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 the lore junkie, um, it, I don't know, it's still, still back and forth of them being like, yeah, this this doesn't matter. Ignore, don't look at this last timeline. Here's the new timeline. And again, that's not anything that's for sure. But in my own head canon, in my own ex head canon, that is <laughs> that is kind of what this is doing. This is setting out kind of a new timeline. And honestly, that is exciting. Like if, if they're doing something new and kind of taking the events from some of these old games like Ocarina and Skyward and like twisting them to fit this kind of breath of the wild trilogy that they're setting up. I think that's super cool. And I'm excited to see how that uh, goes about. And who knows, maybe some of those questions will be answered with the ending of this game and the ending narrative of this game. So who knows? 
in terms of Hyrule Castle, I really enjoyed it. Like Jason was saying, having them be a different blips of the castle and having to see Zelda kind of took you like the tour throughout the castle. Uh, also, because it was linear, I couldn't like really cheese this. Like there is, <laughs> like I do with most <laughs> other things I try to do. I was like, where can I ascend? And it's like, well, I have to get to this specific point. So if I can't ascend through it, I have to legit just figure out how to get there. So. I, I liked a, a bit of linearity here with Hyrule Castle and fighting Phantom Ganon was uh, a ton of fun. I think having five of him at once, seeing, and surprisingly, I mean, I didn't notice any like frame rate, but between essentially having like 11 characters on screen at a time or like eight, 10, whatever, and everyone fighting and doing things and reacting to each other, like I would grab uh, Yonobo and throw his bomb or whatever, and having the Phantom Ganons fight all the champions, like in real time, I thought was super cool. And the whole boss fight, I really enjoyed too. So I'm cautiously optimistic to see how this narratively goes at the end, but hopefully this ending will give us something cool. If anything, give me a badass boss fight with Ganondorf. Like, that's all I need afterward. Like, if you're not going to give me narrative stuff, give me a sweet-ass sword-on-sword combat with Ganondorf, and I'll be I'll be fine. And that was a weird mm. way to say that, but that's okay. I mean, you know, hey, whatever you want. I'm not judging. Sweet-ass sword-on-sword. We don't, sword. <laughs> we don't yuck yums here. Heaven. No yums will be yucked. No. Maybe, maybe we should. Maybe we should okay. try Kai's, Kai's flipped on that statement. I know. Yeah. He's you changed. Know? The changed man. Yeah, the podcast will, ch- will change you. Uh, he, found okay. a, he found a yum and he was like, mm, no, was like, not mm, that one. That's not, not, not that I one. Like, I have to yuck Too this far. one. Uh, okay, Kai, take us home. How did you feel about this section? Uh, yeah, tears are kind of dog shit. And I mean, <laughs> it's unsurprising that this team can't really cohesively tell a story which is fine like once again i don't expect it from these games i don't i'm not sitting here like oh yes i'm gonna be moved by this fucking very intense and like elaborate story. no it's I'll just it's bit, that's I'm a yeah nerd, whatever so. uh i mean i'm also a nerd i i you know i want to be moved it's not like i'm sitting here like you that's can't true. make me feel things um <laughs> but, try not to cry challenge yeah <laughs> try uh, not to cry challenge <laughs> I Zelda turning into a dragon while interesting is deeply strange and just I'm still trying to understand why that would be the solution to anything and why putting the the only way that she could have lived forever and she needed the power of the sacred light power she uh, has to heal it a lot of energy for a long time to heal it back up so her being an eternal dragon it was her destiny Kai okay sure Wow, there's a lot of a lot of Zelda defense here. Feels feels bad. <laughs> uh, there was good moments. There were shitty moments. Once again, I think they needed to do a linear narrative in one of the two realms that they really haven't leveraged in a meaningful way. Like the Sky mm-hmm. Islands, while cool and definitely a part of the Water Temple in a meaningful way, play a pretty large backseat to most of the game. And like, if there was a place to instill memories would be in the sky oh, island yeah, kind of you know made in the first place uh That's d- didn't really use it other than you know for one thing so whatever uh they're trying i that guess a very valid point um they but yeah. anything up there you're right yeah they haven't done shit it, even the depths is kind of weird that they mm. that they were they didn't sprinkle the tears and the other layers at all like they're all in the middle layer i did yeah. mm-hmm. add that thought too uh yeah very very deeply strange um 
trilogy? And as far as what is this trilogy thing? <laughs> I mean, sure, <laughs> but it's a trilogy. I just like again. I just I just, just want to say I need, that I had I, I had criticism of, of Breath of the Wild, and then you know, it's like, oh, maybe they'll fix it in the sequel. I'm gonna have criticism of this game, and it's gonna be like, maybe they'll fix it in the sequel. I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm losing hope that they're gonna fix any of this shit. <laughs> they're just bad at certain things. Uh, I mean, you'll have to wait like six or seven years to find. Yeah, I'll have to wait seven years to be disappointed at the story again. Um, but I think Hyrule Castle was fine um, as far as like dungeoniness goes. It wasn't really a dungeon, which I think is nice because it gives you a break of of doing these four, especially the way we're playing through this game of giving like the four back to back dungeons that you have to do and then going to this. Like having a, uh, you know, kind of just like wave after wave of enemy was was a different. Um, kind of experience and something i had asked for previously of, of mm-hmm. the other you know things we had done and especially of, of the last temple the lightning temple of like moving the beams together the beams of yeah. light like i thought this would have been a good implementation for that so it's nice to see it at least somewhere else um my only uh smooth brain moment of this temple was you come up like a stairwell and it's it's like broken and what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to just climb and like move to the side it took me so fucking long to figure <laughs> oh out oh my god just are to... you talking about the fucking it looks like a dead end and you're supposed yeah, to it looks like a dead the end. rubble and there's a climb, staircase and then you're supposed to like horizontal just like climb yeah. over yeah. and then zelda's sitting in that room over there i don't know why Damn. that just it like i couldn't i was also smooth brain and i was like when smooth brain just ascend and so I just ascended up to the next yeah, I, 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 if you're listening to this, just ascend wherever you can. I consistently forget that ascend is the thing. I rarely ever use ascend. I just, it's, just, it's, time, man. it's not something I particularly So am what I'm hearing is that if there is indeed a next game in the trilogy, mm-hmm. we're hoping that now the Sky Islands and the depths have been established, that they're going to be utilized better and be much more crucial. I mean, no, there's going to be a time as it come and they're going to go underwater. And oh, then that shit. one also won't be used in any meaningful way uh, because yes. that is. I was really disappointed with the Sky Islands, like not being main bread and butter. Yeah, it's, um, it's a weird decision. Agreed, especially because it plays such a massive role in the beginning, where you, you like that's where you start the game. It is essentially the fucking. Yeah. And I, I can't think remember what the version of it from Breath of the Wild. But everyone was, you so. talk to, they're like, "Oh, the upheaval, you know." Now there's stuff yeah. in the sky, and and I, I kind of expected it to play a more critical yeah. point. I mean, um, it's, uh, its only role is it being the location of where like all this happened like where zelda yeah. is and all that stuff it was like old hyrule essentially yeah yeah which plays into kai's point though of like why weren't the dragon tears there if that's where the memories were established it yeah. would make sense that by exploring the sky islands you would find these tears yeah well uh, that. to finish <laughs> to finish up my my thoughts on this section once again hyrule castle fine uh the the phantom ganon fight was mildly challenging which is nice um i definitely say it's less difficult than the last uh boss fight of fucking queen mothra or whatever that uh queen (laughs) Queen uh but i definitely think it was easier than that and especially if you use all of your allies and you just keep distance like it's not a particularly difficult fight and like as i said i didn't use the master sword for the most part so i'm looking forward to leveraging that i didn't know that you could attach things to it i didn't even try so that's that's yep. cool to know yeah. that you can fuse things to the master sword and it doesn't seem to break it either the fins don't seem to break off of like the master sword's really weird so when you fuse something to it 
like when you're not using it it's just the master sword and then you, when you swing the fused item will appear and it will be tinted in that light that the master sword has and then when you stop using it it disappears again so i'm like okay that's cool yeah i guess they don't really want to change the appearance of the master sword that would be right kind yeah of a had to figure out a way around i'm very that. curious to hear from the dorkin actually on something is the design of the master sword that we saw in this game mm. is it similar to the skyward sword design because they've all got slightly there's a couple of different iterations of the master sword isn't there yeah i i don't remember off the top of my head well you let me down cool yeah Thank you. one fucking job <laughs> <laughs> off to google uh, yeah. uh, no, I just I wondered yeah. if that was maybe another little nod or something. Mm. Um, I am hesitantly looking forward to the end of this game. I have enjoyed my time so far, and 55 hours is, for me, no small feat long to invest into a game that is up there with some of the longer games I've played. Uh, and so, yes, I it is not a perfect game. It is not a 10 out of 10. Uh, I assume I will have the same uh haters as i did when i said breath of the wild was a strong seven and was good but by no means you know as fantastic as people said it was um but i also look for very different things in games i'm a very narrative person i love story make me cry zelda make me cry Uh, or make me feel anything really make me feel anything (laughs) other than you know angry that they didn't do a good job um and so that being said you know cautiously optimistic and I enjoyed this Holy shit. for the most part. It is like near identical to Skyward Sword Master Sword. Well, I'm telling Tears of the Three Kingdom. Like, it's even tears. it's it's even got like the wings that come off the side, like in Skyward Sword, and the little gold bit on the hill. Very yep, sure. And it has the little fee jingle happens. Little. <laughs> That's not what it sounds like. As long as fee doesn't appear, I'm fine because I'm not Skyward Sword. But the I one don't... thing I know is that A, the motion controls suck, and B, the fee bad. appears far too often. Your noise gate He's didn't fine. recognize the sound you made for oh, no. so it, so so it didn't even like... come through. Yeah, it's just that's okay, all cool. it was. It was a slight okay, cool. and then nothing else. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Okay. Well, with that being said, Jason, man, thanks so much for coming on to the episode and talking Zelda with us. It was uh, it was a great time, dude. Mm. thank you for having me thanks yeah. thanks for talking zelda dude i love this i've i've had a fucking great time with this game and it's you know what i think wh- whether you're you're really enjoying it or whether mm. whether you don't like it or whatever like the game is fucking massive and there's just there's a yeah, lot to talk there's about. a lot so to do yeah there's excited to talk two- about it with you guys thanks for having me. yeah two things that the game does well is a be a technical marvel and b i forgot what the second thing was <laughs> well guys with that we will wrap up this episode thanks for listening thanks for getting to the end of the episode as always next week we are finishing legend of zelda tears of the kingdom and we'll be joined by friend of the show chayton jane from infinity war to talk about that end section of the game um what does end section of the game entail the rest. <laughs> the rest. Tell credits. 
<laughs> whatever whatever main quest is left correct yes. i mean we'll we'll, we'll okay. do the same thing we'll talk any side stuff we got up to like, leading mm. up to that mm. i'll probably do some more shine so i'm not like at nine baby hearts and maybe i'll do the the fairies so i can actually survive but uh yep we'll run to credits whatever that entails i actually don't okay. i don't know okay so whenever credits i that's cool i just yes. wanted to make sure like like you know i didn't like not talk to Pura or, or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that episode, we will be revealing Kai's interstitial game as well. So be excited for that end of one main series and into our interstitial episode. So until then, guys, we love you. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week with the finale of Tears of the Kingdom. Peace out, everybody. Bye, y'all. Kai, your noise gate also didn't pick up your buy, so he was just going... <laughs> It still didn't do it. I think I think my mic died. Oh, I heard no, that you're good now. Oh, okay. Well, no, it just decided that that wasn't allowed. <laughs> yeah. No buys from you. That's fine.